watching P. Peace Diddy. Peace love. Peace P. Diddy love. hosted the uh, Billboard Awards. Yeah. And uh, he's all about love, love, love. And really? He, um, yeah. He, that's his thing now. Love, love, love. And what else did he say? Sorry about he's that. He's also a... Um, What did he say? Right here, I have it. He's a frequency. He's not a, a person. He's a frequency. He did oh. it. He hey, you didn't like watch the Billboard Awards? Yeah, no, he's a frequency. <laughs> I am not your host tonight, though. I'm not your host. I'm not even a human being. I need you to understand this. I've done a lot of growing and changing, evolving. Mm. I'm a frequency. I am cool. now a total frequency. Wow. I'm the vibe curator, the frequency elevator, Black Brother Thunder, the Chocolate Boy Wonder. They call me Diddy but Chocolate, call me Love. What are those people yep. screaming and yelling about? <laughs> they don't know time. what he's talking about. Maybe they do, and you're out of it. You, <laughs> you think? That? You think yeah. I'm completely off the mark? Yeah. Yeah, love. <laughs> uh, well, I'm the frequency. See, when you, uh, you know what? That's what you need. You need to come out and say something really ridiculous. <laughs> well, you and know what? And then you can be elevated. I feel that's a little bit like uh, Kanye West. He's always a frequency or something like that. He's always, uh, he's not even of this world. Yeah, he's not of this earth. You know, everybody wants to be of a secret Yay! tribe or, right. you know, uh, related to ancestors or aliens or something. Everybody's on their own trip. I admire that. I'm looking to get on that trip. You can't get on their own trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too, like, based in reality, you know. Uh, I forget what guest it was on this show who made a very good point. I wish I could remember who said it and, and I could credit them. But they said, you know, musicians and actors, mostly musicians, they said an actor, too, but not as much as musicians will set up a world for themselves that is completely insulated from any reality because they have a lot mm -hmm. of money. Do you remember there was a guest who said this? And I thought about it, and they're right. And they said the reason actors are a little better grounded because they have to show up to a movie set where there are some rules and some dynamic of reality because it's still like you have to work with other people. But musicians, they can set up a world even in their work. Yeah, they can, they can have a complete their own world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can, you know, like even when you tour, you can hire wackos to walk around with you and... You know, but they'll all by, go along with whatever yeah. world you create because they need right. to be well, employed financial. by you. That's yeah. right. So they'll go along with you. Say there's uh, aliens right outside. Sure, that I see it, them. <laughs> it, and make sure my check goes through. <laughs> as long as that's uh, happening, I see aliens too. I always thought that was really cool that somebody observed that. I, I, I wish I could credit the person who said it on yeah, the show. I don't recall that being said. They said that actors and musicians and, you know, you see that with this Johnny Depp trial. Again, I, I I know the newspaper said I took sides in the trial. I would have no idea what's going on in that trial. The only thing I knew was I heard the clip of Johnny Depp talking about a, a grumpy, which is his name for duty. And um, I don't know why I can't say duty. He's a grumpy. But uh, 
you know, you see it when you watch the. I was lit. I, I came up from the show yesterday and my wife was on the computer and they streamed the Johnny Depp trial. And uh, Amber Heard had taken the stand. And, uh, you know, I said to my wife, oh, please turn up the sound because I want to be. I want to hear this. I'm excited about it. As most of America is, you know, it's better than the housewives. <laughs> we just had a horrible racial uh, shooting. We just have the war in Ukraine going on where the Russians are trying to dominate these poor people and destroy their way of life. We have COVID. We have, you know, we have all these problems. And the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial is the greatest thing. And I understand why so many people are watching it because number one, there's a couple of reasons you're watching it. Number one, it is fascinating that it's gone this far, that Johnny Depp thought it was a good idea to put on TV and all over the Internet his trial. They they could have kept it quiet. They could have kept it um, uh, with it no cameras. It didn't have to be televised, yeah. He insisted. And, um, you know, both of them are giving you a glimpse into what exactly our guest was talking about, that as a movie star, the two of them had created a world that was so wild. Like, I'm listening to Amber Heard, and she's talking about how Johnny became obsessed with feces. And, you know, I guess as someone who I, I am in show business, but barely, and so I I have some reality around me. And when I hear these people's lives, you go, oh, my God, look what they're up to. I would imagine Johnny Depp would have the greatest life. I mean, he's a famous actor. He's good looking. He's got money. And, you know, you begin to listen to the story of this woman on the stand and she's saying Johnny became obsessed with feces. And he even said at some point he was going to have the feces analyzed, that he was in touch with several law enforcement people and they were going to do a DNA check on the feces and figure out the feces and the feces. And then she said it was the dog because the dog got a hold of Johnny's weed. And then, you know. You, you start to feel bad for the dog who's been involved with the weed because who's watching the dog and and then the the whole you know you you start to see oh my god with all the money and all of the fame and all of the excitement that they're they're really living in a horrible existence that they're busy with feces every minute ah someone looked it up Seth Rogen said the line about musicians setting up their own universe and being wackier than actors. It was oh, so great. that makes sense. And that's why I love Seth Rogen. That guy is funny, and he's got great observations, especially uh, when you just sit and talk to him. It was very wise what he said, and it, and it stuck with me. Not everything sticks with me, but that <laughs> stuck with me. Well, it was and, probably uh, because yeah. I've seen something, and I didn't know how to express it, and Seth just expressed it. Yes, yeah, Seth um, Boom, was talking about some, you know, when he wrote his book, he had experienced so many crazy things with like, I think it was uh, Kanye West, as a matter of fact, that we were just talking about uh, in a meeting uh, a few minutes ago. But he was saying, like, he, he gave all these wacky stories of different celebrities and when he had meetings with them. And that's how we got into the discussion that, yeah, that a lot of musicians... And, and actors set up their own universe and they get very out of touch with reality. <clears throat> so, you know, when I'm watching this Amber, well, I was listening to Amber Heard. I didn't look at her. I was eating my lunch and I'm listening to her talking about with the feces. And, and then all of a sudden she says, you know, 
this was around the time Coachella was happening and we were packing for Coachella and Johnny was taking his car. I'm taking a car and we're planning and blah, blah, blah. And I went, what a fantastic life these two have. Yes, they work, but it ain't the kind of work where you're driving truck or, you know, you're a corrections officer. And you don't have to do it every day. You're on and then you're off for a long time. And there's just a lot. I mean, it sounds absolutely glamorous. I mean, you're going to Coachella, you're hanging out, you're in the best places, you're packing clothes because the paparazzi are going to take your picture. And, you know, and then in the same breath, they're fighting over feces because they're so fucking bored that they really they remind me of vampires, like real vampires in the movies, you know, or you read in romantic books. They've got all this endless time, endless resources, and they're almost bored with life. Like, well, uh, it, it, sometimes if you read the whole story out, it drives them crazy. Right. And it did. Because there's no end to it. And there's maybe, no reason for anything. Maybe they have it too good. You know, if you, I guess what I'm saying is if you're sitting at home being jealous, of the lifestyle, you know, maybe think again. Maybe it's like, like even Johnny Depp's band that, that band he had with Alice Cooper, the name was the Hollywood Vampires. And in a way, there's a lot of truth in that now that I think about it. It's like they're like vampires. This guy's sitting around. He's handsome. Everyone wants to know him and, and he's bored and, you know, he's got the hot, beautiful, a co-star that he marries and then that wears off and now he's accusing her with the feces and he's allegedly hitting her and she's hurling things at him it's really like vampires it's fantastic to to witness this this is why he never should have put this thing on tv i mean it looks crazy and ridiculous and out of touch did he lose his publicist because that's usually when these things happen. Because a publicist sure. keeps this quiet for you. You know, that's their whole job is making sure people don't know how wacky you are. I'm I'm sure that somebody had said to him, this is not a good idea. But sometimes <laughs> you, you again, in this insulated world, you start to think you know more than uh, even the publicist who does yeah. this for a living. But, um Oh, the whole thing was wacky, and then they were talking about when Amber received her $7 million settlement from Johnny when the couple divorced, she publicly stated, I am going to give half of the money to um, uh, to charity and the other half to go toward my legal fees. And then she uh, they, and they had her on the stand, and she had to admit she never gave half the money to charity. And, you know, you don't want to be on the stand being caught in a lie, but... And, you know, all I know is the other component of this thing that's so fascinating and maybe even crazier than Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are the people who stand outside the trial um, with signs. This is another fascinating element. I mean, who now these are not wealthy people. I don't know how they have free time. I don't know. You know, some of them look like they could use a job. And they have these big signs, and they they all are for Johnny Depp. They apparently hate Amber Heard. They scream and yell at her. Uh, they were yelling stuff like it was hard to make out. But was, you know, why do you have to poop? 
You know, <laughs> she, I, she's leaving the courthouse and they're screaming about duty. And then they say Amber Turd, which is a, uh, a brilliant, uh, you know, heard we're back to her. high school. Yes. Right, right. Amber <laughs> Turd, sure Amber Turd. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, to me, everybody on this whole trial sounds disturbed. The people standing outside, the two people <laughs> on trial. I don't know about the lawyers, but the whole thing and the judge must be losing her mind because I think it's a woman. I don't I don't remember. But it's uh, it's such a circus. And that you can't believe it. It really that, is that's somebody's life, and it is his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy, but uh, but even outside the courtroom, uh, the, the, you realize there are people who stand in line early on because there are a few seats inside the courthouse to witness the trial. And imagine having such an empty life. You know, that reminds me of the people who stood outside, like when Britney Spears is on trial and trying to, yeah. um, you know, emancipate herself and get out of that conservatorship. There were people who would stand there all day and you went, gee, do they want, don't they want their own lives? I mean, it's really weird. Um, you know, well, somehow I, they... I think they imagine they're associated somehow. Yeah, maybe, you know, with, hey, Brittany, with, if me. they're fighting and fighting yeah. for for Britney's freedom or Johnny's, you know, defamation. I mean, Britney's had a few hits. I don't know if I'd stand outside all day to see. Like, maybe I'd I don't think the Rolling Lennon. Stones could get that. They've made some no. great music. No, it's weird. It's weird who gets <laughs> that kind of fandom. But uh, Johnny Depp, and, and, and then when Johnny walks by, they all seem to cheer for him. They all like him. He is coming off. That's how you judge how this thing's going, because they're all like, Johnny, go for it, man. You're the best. You're the greatest, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah. do you ever imagine, I don't know how many people are out there, yeah. but did somebody pay to have people out there? Oh, you know, you, you've got a good mind on your shoulders. I, I, um, yeah, I hadn't even considered that. You're right. That could be going on. You're saying some of them look like you they need a job. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe you know. this was the only one they could get. That'd be awesome. Well, you know what? That wouldn't be the dumbest idea. It kind of works <laughs> because I'm like, I watch it and I go, oh, yeah, poor Johnny Depp. You know, even though she's on the stand saying she got hit and stuff, but you, you, you judge by these people standing outside. They seem to know something. They're yelling at her. But uh, I don't know who's innocent or guilty, but I, I mean, I'd be terribly embarrassed if I was the both of them. I mean, their lives are so empty the, and the people out front are so empty. But we love it because you can't believe this is really happening. Do you think uh, lying about giving to a charity is enough for her to lose that case? You know, there's two schools of thought. It's a horrible thing to say, I'm going to give the money to charity and then get on stand and say you didn't give it. But, you know, it's like this. Whenever you see these trials and sometimes a woman is accusing a man of abuse. And they get the woman on the stand and they say, you were a prostitute. You were uh, someone who did drugs. You were someone who, um, uh, you know, have, you has had been in jail. You had several Right, right. Or you've been in jail. And... Uh, and the woman says, I know I've done bad things and I know I've lied, but it's still true. I got beaten up. Sometimes bad people do get beaten up, sometimes liars. And, you know, so you don't know 
what's going on in well, any situation. I saw, a, um, I saw an attorney who, right. you know, just an expert uh, in the case, you know, in trials like this. And they and she was saying what they need is one actual observed incident. Right. Do they of have Johnny it? Depp doing anything. And they don't. Have and that. then he's dead. You know, that's uh, over for him. Excuse me, Robin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're honored to have Johnny Depp, who's uh, taken oh. some time out from his trial to speak with us. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. Good morning. I feel honored. Good morning, Robin. You know, Howard, these people that are there to support me, they love justice, you know? <laughs> they just um, can't stomach the suffering that this woman has cast upon me. You know, Johnny, if uh, you if you go by the people who stand outside the courtroom and, uh, you know, Robin brings up a good point. You're not paying them, are you? No, no, we're not. We're not paying anyone. I mean, even Nelson Mandela had his followers, you know, was he oh, paying them? Wow. I don't think so. Right. <laughs> well, you're, you're comparing yourself to a, a, a hero. I mean, uh, Nelson Mandela. Well. The War of 1812, the Civil War, my trial, you know, the heroism is immeasurable. Why were you so obsessed with the feces? It leads to honesty, you know. If you follow the feces, you follow the truth. And right. <laughs> that's where the truth lies, you know. The, the, right. the, tr the truth lies in feces. It always mm -hmm. has. Always will. <laughs> Why did yeah, your dog? The bottom line, I guess. I can't. I can't. I can't close my eyes at night without seeing her feces. You know, it's that, traumatized that, you. In other words, grump, when you, yeah, yes, grumpy haunts haunts my dreams. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, when you uh, when you you know, I, I was shocked to hear that your dog was eating your marijuana. Can't you uh, keep your marijuana away from the dog? Allegedly. I see. It's incorrect. These are all false lies. By Miss so you... Heard. Right. They call her Amber Turd. Have you heard that? Yes. Did you did you start that, Amber Turd? No. This trollop is full of lies. Right. I wake up in a cold sweat and immediately scan my sheets for <clears throat> Grumpies. Still, still, you're looking for turds. <laughs> so you're here to say, I think what you're saying is, uh, can I, Howard, can I ask you something? Yeah. If you, if you find a mystery shit in your bed, right, wouldn't you be consumed with where it came from? You know what, Johnny, I, I've said this before, you're living in a uh, dream world. I've never met a woman who cared that much about me to shit in my bed. Because she'd be so passionate about me. Most women just would leave me. Mm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I do. Look at it that way. She loved you so much. She shit in your bed. If she did. We don't even know if she did. I mean, Johnny, uh, the way he talks, it sounds like there were a lot of people who could have done it. Well, you know, I've studied the feces. And yeah. Right. 
how it matches with the angle of her rectum, you know. <laughs> how fast she was moving, what, what position she was in. And dogs, and this is true, dogs defecate at a 34-degree angle, while humans defecate at a 23-degree angle. Oh. Oh. So. Mm. <laughs> well, you are I have scientists. There's, I have scientists working on it and proving that it was amber. And it's right. a feces forensics. <laughs> yeah, according uh, to what Amber said, you were obsessed with feces. Um, here, 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 I'll give you some of her testimony. Maybe you uh, forgot this. She, she says you're obsessed with feces. I thought if I could get my friend on the phone to, to prove that this didn't happen, we could move on and talk about the issues this, that we should be talking about. You know, we had our marriage was over and falling apart in front of our eyes. We hadn't seen each other for a month and his mom had just passed. I couldn't believe he wanted to talk about feces. I mean, you you know, she says you had a one-track mind with the feces. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, the feces leads to the truth. All truth and honesty comes from feces. Did you, did you uh, when you analyzed the feces... You really believe it was human feces? Yes. I know it and was. You know it was. Mm. You say the angle of which it came out of her asshole uh, was the mm-hmm. clue, and did you smell the feces? I did, but I was using a protractor to trace the angle as well. Right. And I don't know what angle he's talking about. You 23 you degree angle. Yeah. It's a natural A lump in your bed. Yes. Where's this angle? <laughs> By the way, Johnny, I don't know if you know this, but Ralph Sorella is on uh, your side. Go ahead, Ralph. Uh, Johnny's here, and he would like to hear what you have to say. Uh, uh, Completely, Johnny. First of all, Howard, she's deceptive. She's First of all, you know, she's sitting there on the side of the stand while he's giving his testimony. She looks like the queen, as beautiful every day. Then last week when she got on the stand, she looked like the wreck of the Hesperus. I mean, her hairs are all over the place. There's no makeup on. She's she's not a kind person. She's got to win over the, tr- the jury. She got, you yeah, can't go on all made up. Yeah, but in the courtroom dolled up and then she yeah. gets on the stand and she looks like she forgot she was coming out today and when you article, testify this article we find out she supposedly penned it right but no then we find out the aclu did and she puts it out you know she takes advantage of me too and she puts it out right as aquaman is coming out like she's right. promoting herself during aquaman i mean it's just hard so you're on you're on johnny's yeah. team this the power i don't know who this man is but he sounds highly intelligent Right. Yeah. right, right, right. All right, well, Ralph. An angel. Uh, well, one more point, Johnny. Uh, let, let's also discuss that she uh, said she was donating half of the divorce settlement, $3.5 million, to the ACLU, yet she only donated $350,000. <laughs> and apparently Elon Musk donated $500,000 in her name. I mean, come on. And Howard, you sit there with Johnny. You talk about, like, why is he doing this? What if people had the notion that you beat up some your your ex-wife or something like that you would want to clear the air right i want to clear the air but i have a radio show john johnny doesn't have i want to clear the air but i wouldn't want my trial televised with uh, all the all of the dirty laundry coming out it just doesn't johnny it was a great idea to televise this is is your big comeback wow ralph and johnny uh bonded here 
Clearly, this Ralph character is another ardent supporter of the innocent. Right, right. Clearly. All right, is thank Ralph you, Is Ralph going out there with a placard every morning? Maybe he's getting paid. <laughs> Ralph should go to, we Ralph wondered should go, how he makes a living. <laughs> Ralph should go to the courthouse. <laughs> if anything, they should lock up everyone who's standing outside the courthouse holding up signs. I mean, they you, must have done something. Yeah, those, <laughs> they look like perpetrators, I, I have to say. But... um you know, one thing about Ralph, and I envy him, I don't know how he does it. He has time to watch the entire trial. You know what um, Ralph is up to. He heard that Johnny has lots of houses. <laughs> and he lets people live in them. <laughs> and shit on the bed. <laughs> well, uh, Johnny, uh, listen, uh, they said, I do want to say, they said in the paper that I'm on Amber Heard's side. I'm not on anyone's side. I haven't watched the trial. I don't know enough about it. I uh um, well, yeah. I really have no I mean, clue who's who's right or wrong in this. I, I don't I, think you know. It, it, yeah, go ahead. I I just don't. I mean, I have I I, I like to have an opinion on anything, but I but I, I got to at least watch the trial to form an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even then, well, how much do you know about the inner workings of a couple? You know, like that relationship right. is one of the most cloistered relationships in human existence. And you never know what's going on behind closed doors in anybody's life. Well, that's why let, people let, like watching. Let yes. this sit with you, Howard. All I all you need to know is that I wake up in a cold sweat <laughs> and immediately scan my sheets for grumpies. And well, OK, you I'll tell you whose side I'm on. I'm on the side of the poor women who had to clean those sheets. Uh, mm. you know, he's, he, they say that they had a, Amber Heard said there's a cleaning woman there every single day. And you know, she had to clean the shit off those sheets. So, uh, I'm on her team. How's that? Yeah. You're for the woman who cleans. Yeah. And the dog who ate the marijuana, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the other thing, you know, animals romping through, nobody's paying attention. That's what I mean. I can't imagine what a madhouse this is. I know. Just lies. Uh, this whole thing is scattered with lies. <laughs> you know, don't be blackmailed by her butthole. You know? Well, I know what? you have to, uh, I know you have to get uh, to court, Johnny, so I'll let you go, okay? I hope you have to get to court. <laughs> do you, yeah, do you want to make a final statement? You shouldn't side with a conniving trollop like Amber. She's she's a terrible person, and the feces follow the feces, all right, and you will follow we'll the follow. truth. <laughs> all right, all thank right. Thank you to all my fans, Robin. Thank you. Goodbye, John. Right. Yep, Robin loves you. Well, I'll still watch his movies if he ever gets to make any more. But this right. this has been such a a boost to his career. That I think they ought to just turn this into a, you know, a continuing show. Well, it's the uh, most successful uh, movie I think Amber Heard's ever been in. This, uh, <laughs> no, she was in Aquaman. Oh, she was? Who did she play in Aquaman? I, I love that movie. Ralph could tell you. Uh, you know, it's unbelievable. They say they met on movie set and, uh, you know, they... they fell madly in love with each other. As you said yesterday, Robin Hood, the scene they did together in the movies was filled with passion well, and heat. Actually, it and wasn't a scene between the two of them. Aaron Eckhart oh. is also in the movie, and she was playing his girlfriend. Okay. And they do this scene in the water. And you know it's I a see. terrible thing to try to make love in the water, 
But the I, way I'm it done. looks when they're doing it, <laughs> you want to jump in that water. I, I'll give you the reality. Again, I'm a big klutz, but I tried to fuck someone in the water, and it was a disaster. <laughs> I couldn't even figure out. Like I, Two times in my life, I tried it. And um, first time, I almost lost my virginity uh, doing that, and I couldn't figure out how to stand up and hold the woman. It was too complicated. And then the second time in my life was much later. And I was in a pool with someone. And, uh, you know, for some weird reason, she wanted me to take her right in the pool. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. You know, but all right. Who, who am I with this face that turned on anybody in a pool? So I said, let me see if I can make something happen here. Well, the water dries everything out. Let me get my <laughs> penis in there. I don't know how dolphins do it, but they do. I'm no dolphin. Well, you should see that scene. The movie's not that great, but that one scene is pretty spectacular. And I remember you I wrote... Amber Heard crap in your bed after watching mm -hmm. that scene. Oh, she could shit in my bed anytime. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, uh, anything goes with me, as long as you sleep with me. <laughs> I, I, I have to tell you. Uh, fucking in the water, you know, and you, you're hit with irony. If you want irony, here it is. It's so wet around you, and yet the woman is dry. Is wet water everywhere. Water is not a great lubricant. Exactly, Robin. Ironically, she was in Aquaman, and you know who's the only one who can fuck properly in the water? Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's in some shape. Jason Momoa, or whatever his name is. Is it Jason Momoa? Yes. Yeah. That's his real superpower, fucking in the water. Aquaman. I was, uh, you know, listen, I consumed a lot of comic books when I was a young boy. I didn't have a lot of friends. And so I, my friends were Aquaman, Superman, The Flash, Batman. You know, you understand the sad life I had. I couldn't leave my house. Oh, my is right. But um, I was never a big fan of Aquaman. I, you know what I mean? I mean, I read the comics. Yeah, I thought Don't that was wrong. stretching the edges. You know, some of those yeah. guys were like stretching the edges. Aquaman, that guy who stretched himself, you know. Oh, uh, Plastic Man. Yeah. yeah. Then there was Bouncing Boy. Uh, oh, that was the worst. That was the worst. Don't ever put him in the movies. He's a big fatso. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, uh, yes, Jason, you're on the air in Florida. Oh, hey, Howard. Hi, Robin. Um, I had hey, a now. question about, I had a question about blowjobs for Robin, with your permission. Listen, I'll let you ask the question, but uh, just keep in mind, Robin uh, is He's not good at blowjobs. He's going to this again. He's going to. She start had to study again. porno in order to learn how to give blowjobs. Where'd blow you learn what you do? <laughs> well, well, maybe, you're right. Maybe, maybe well, she got a point there. I had to watch porn too. <laughs> I never fucked properly till there was porn. Thank God for porn. Uh, but go ahead, ask Robin uh, your blowjob question. So my question is: I, I got divorced about two years ago. I got the new girlfriend now. And I'm getting blowjobs again. I hadn't gotten one in probably eight, nine, ten years. And my wife she was horrible at it. Jesus. So the new girlfriend, she's awesome. She'll let me do whatever I want in bed. She's really loving, giving, got no complaints. The one 
request that she does have is she doesn't want me finishing in her mouth. So that brings up my question is when she's doing it, I never know how long to let it go before I give it a tap. Bullshit. So when Rob, so when do you, do you miss sometimes and automatically she gets it in her mouth? No, she's don't don't listen to this guy. Don't listen to this guy. I'm calling what? Amber Heard on him. Really? Why? Yeah. Every guy knows when. Hold on. Every okay. guy knows when he's going to come. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, you got a good three second window to get that dick out of her mouth. And I'll tell I mean, you something. When they tell you, let it go. <laughs> I mean, you got the window. Don't stay dude. there for another second or you will get it. Are you claiming you can't tell when you're going to come? No, I got that. I guess I didn't explain it well. What I'm trying to say is we kind of use it as a warm up to the actual fucking. Uh-huh. Right. So when she's doing it, do I let it go like a minute, two minutes, three minutes, like five minutes? I don't even know. But then oh. when Robin, and then I feel like her mouth is starting to hurt. So I'm wondering, Robin, when you're sucking a dick, how long can you do it before your mouth starts to hurt? All right. There's a good question. Oh, there's a question. How long do you suck a dick before you get, because we watch porn. And these girls suck dick way too long. They go long forever. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. movie is that. <laughs> Half the movie <laughs> like, at least what, what is sucking dick. What are you doing? <laughs> How long before a woman gets a little annoyed? Uh, well, here's a good you know, question. Especially if it's a precursor. I would say a good five minutes at the most. Oh, wow. I know if a, a woman wants me to go down no, no, on her. No. You know, I'll I'll fiddle around down there for three minutes till she realizes I don't know what I'm doing. But uh, <laughs> well, I think it's five before a guy says, "Okay, that's enough." <laughs> right. I usually pull a woman's head away almost immediately because ninety nine percent of women do not know how to blow a dude. That I have, you know, not that I've been, not that I'm, I'm not Ronnie the limo driver, but. Uh, <laughs> There's a couple of women who blew my mind with the blowjob thing, but uh, boy, oh boy, most women do not know how to do it, and I don't blame them. How would they know how to do it? Where do you go to school for that? I mean, yeah, uh, but on the other hand, I've had the experience of, you know, I I'm ready to stop this now, and a guy exhort, oh no no no, please keep going, keep going. Really, you're good at it. It's really good. It's good. Wow. So. You know, the, it it all depends on the partner. Well, you know, look, I'm going to tell you something. Maybe I'm I'm so defective. I feel a little bit bad for a woman having to blow me. So I uh, I usually put a stop to it, even Ow. if it's all that good, because I'm like, oh, she doesn't want that filthy dick of mine in her mouth. Well, if she's doing it and she's not saying she needs to stop, why do you assume she doesn't want to do it? Because I have all kind of problems. Uh, Yeah, you should just lay there sometimes. You think too much. I'm I'm uncomfortable uh, with the idea that somebody would want to give me pleasure. Um, I'm really a fucking You really have been... Screwed I'm damaged. In life. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> I was damaged. About that... you the other night, and I said, "Does he enjoy anything completely no. without no. a thought of something bad?" Right. Uh, yes. <gasps> something bad is always around the corner. <laughs> All right, Jason, with his blowjob, and uh, good luck to you with the new girlfriend. She sounds like a real home run. 
And, and don't oh, call me. Ask her. You're, you're right in the room with her. You can get the information. No, everyone's uncomfortable with that. Rather no, call you. I think that if you can't talk, you shouldn't even be there. Lindsay in North Carolina, what do you want to say? Hi, Howard. Hey, now. Long time. First time. Hi, Robin. Hey, now. Um, so, um, five minutes, Robin? <laughs> Um, That's enough uh, for me. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of time. <laughs> well, I was just telling one of your producers um, when he asked me, I was like, at least like 25 minutes. Oh, my God. I've got wow. things to do, lady. <laughs> you must be really bad at it. 25 minutes and this guy can't come? Yeah, I mean, they, come there's on. still something uh, to he, achieve. He can, I can make him come like within three minutes, but it's what I oh. love to do. I oh, see. you yeah. like it. Yeah. Well, and Howard, I have to say, I've I've been waiting to talk to you since I was like 15. Nice. <laughs> I, I, I wanted you to like judge my body since I could remember. I have daddy issues, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. So... You actually helped me meet the person I'm with right now um, on a website. My headline was, if you love Howard Stern, we're most likely to get along. And he wrote me and there's a lot of, I got, I got a lot of heat, but I also had a lot of nice emails as well. And he was one of them. I'm actually the one who called out high pitch Eric. Wait a second. You met your, what are you married? You got a husband or a boyfriend? Boyfriend, boyfriend. Oh, oh! I know who you are. You're the girl who um, doesn't. Aren't you into some sort of sadomasochistic relationship <laughs> with this guy? And he makes you. You have to keep a diary and uh, let him read it every night so he can know all your feelings. <laughs> I do keep a journal. That is one of our agreements. Yes. Oh, God. This girl. <laughs> this girl's pretty hot. I mean, I've seen. I've seen pictures of her yeah. and video. And she does. She wants me to rate her body. You got a beautiful body. What am I going to say? You got. You got the big titties with the skinny waist, and she's uh, got all kind of videos of herself in um, in like a bikini, and you know she looks good. She, she's uh -huh. no question. She knows it. Yeah, and uh, she knows well, she's good looking. Well, from you, I ha I you know I grew up overseas, and when I first came to the States and I heard you on the radio, I would go back home to Italy, and I would look you up on YouTube and watch all the contests and all the old things for extraterrestrial. I would, I would just, for hours and hours, and I was like, oh, I wanted to be rated by him so bad. Um, and then when I got a little bit skinnier and skinnier, I was like, I knew you liked skinny girls, so <laughs> I was like, maybe I would love that, but it's been years. Um, I've never yeah, got she's almost too skinny. Serious. This girl, believe it or really? not, but there's a too uh, well, for you. I never. But heard she's you got, but she's got the big titty implants, which is wild, right? Those are implants, I'm assuming. Um. Yes. So right now, I'm actually in between. They've actually gotten smaller. I don't know if you noticed, they're a little bit smaller right now. Um, That's because a good idea. I went down. I went down from well, I was eighteen when I got my my boobs done, and um, he kind of he kind of just did what he wanted. He was like, "You're tall," and so I came out with these thirty four triple B huge boobs. This and I finally, girl, after eleven years, have gotten them. This girl is um, Auschwitz thin, and she put two big pontoons into that chest. No. Can you imagine? No, I was. Well, I can imagine. I, I saw it. One hundred and twenty eight back then. No, no, no. Oh. It looks crazy now. You talk to my mom. 
this chick was she looked like she hadn't eaten in a month. And then <laughs> oh, she put the two big pontoons in her chest. You, you, I don't know how she stood up straight. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> it was like she was carrying around two bowling balls, you know, because she was so skinny. So now she she's disabled claiming, herself. <laughs> yeah. So no, so that was when I was, but I was, I had just turned eighteen, and that's what happened with that. Now I just had them done in March. We got them done, and so I now saw her, I didn't see the new ones, but uh, yes, she was like, are, a, "These are the new. These are the new ones that you. Those are new. They're still big." No, they're like they're half. They're. I went from six ten cc's to three twenty. It's three twenty five. So I You're went three twenty five cc's. Correct. <laughs> I can show I you see. the paperwork. Correct. She's like a. She was like a. She was like a broomstick with balloons. This girl, and uh, I was like alarmed when I saw her. But uh, but now I guess she's on her seventh set of tits, and uh, she got no, it right. No, it's just it's just we had we we decided you know my back issues and things like that. Um, yeah. but no, I did lose. I lost weight because of some medical conditions. I'm getting healthy again. So um, what do you, you got wrong with you? What kind of medical condition? Uh, well, I was going through. Been going through chemo, so that's why I lost weight. Oh my god! Oh, there you go. That, that, you got cancer? Is. Um, I'd rather not. You know, like I'd rather go to a lighter topic <laughs> that you'd like to discuss. Oh. Well, I'm sorry that's to hear that. that. And you're still on on the uh, internet in bikinis and. Actually, I have no. Um, I only have Snapchat. I don't have Instagram because I own a I own a business and I took away my Instagram a while ago and Facebook. Um, at least about seven years ago, and my Instagram about five years ago. So no. wait, a, wait a second. The boyfriend <laughs> took away your Instagram? No, no, no. I did. I oh, did. you did. What's yeah, going on with I you did. and this boyfriend? I mean, um, she has so, to keep a diary, and this dude. She made a contract. She says with him. he was like, one of the good ones that contacted her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, this is like a Fifty Shades of Grey thing. This girl's good looking. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like 50 shades of gray but um, yeah. a bit kinkier even kinkier about like 30 times <laughs> kinkier uh, listen to me Lindsay. quit giggling and i want to talk to you about this whole situation okay so this dude gets a hold of you and like i said she's good looking and now he's got her into some kind of relationship where he made a contract with her and um for what i know she's got to write down all of her innermost thoughts and he's got to read it every night so he could see what's going on in her head. In a weird way, I mean, maybe that turns me on a little bit. But in another way, she's not being honest. Right. You're now, never what... going to get everything in a person's head. No, yeah. I'll get punished if I'm not honest, though. So. How does he know? Never mind that. How does he punish you? <laughs> <laughs> So there are various ways, paddlings, which I, I like, but um, making go from certain acts of submission to um, all sorts. We have we have um, we have a format that we go back to and we revert back to if like rules are broken. He's very organized. Well, tell us the format. Um, so if yeah, let me pull my pants down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the format? Um, I'm I'm kind of nervous. I'm so sorry. Don't be nervous. Um, I am. Um, so I'm I'm looking at the contract. I have this in front of me. Um, I feel like you think he's 
he's like some guy that has made me into this. And in this first terms and goals, this is he's accepting what I'm giving him. So I'm giving him a two-year commitment, and I will reevaluate it within six months. Um, and I can actually read this part. The dominant accepts a two-year commitment from the submissive. The dominant wants it to be clear that the submissive, he wants a long-term relation with relationship with her indefinitely. There's no replacing her and what she means to him. He knows two years is not enough, but he will accept the term to prove her prove to her that he is worthy. The contract will be in effect for two years, commencing on the date of signing. After six months, that's what I told him, both parties will meet in person, discuss modifications, extensions to this agreement, and the absence of a mutual agreement to extend the contract prior to the end of two years. Two right, years listen, time. listen, listen, listen. I'm, gonna, I'm falling asleep. Punishment. Now we're hearing the yeah. contract. <laughs> Boy, is it boring? I mean, does he call okay. you, um, what is his nickname for you? What's TMW? Top Model Whore. He calls you top model whore? TMW, yes. A Barbie sock toy. Hey, now. A daddy's he calls little you... girl. Daddy's little whore. Um, that's how... Oh, my God, she's so got that's... a ton of... <laughs> that's Man, you got a lot of names. You know <laughs> what my theory on all this is? I mean, yes. it is for love-starved women. They, they do have a guy who's totally involved with you. He's got nicknames for you. He's busy punishing you. He's reading He's all your thoughts. He's got to read your journal every night. Right. Right. Well, he 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 won't read it every night. Maybe the next morning, um, you know. Read me your journal. Let me hear what you write in there. Okay, let me get it. Daddy's girl's been a bad girl. <laughs> oh goodness! Is it true your boyfriend took you to a strip club and he got his dick sucked in front of you by a stripper? Oh, I asked him for date night on Thursday. So the pictures from Thursday that you see with the black top. That was date night. So we went, I asked to go to um, Sullivan's Steakhouse and then to um, Rick's Cabaret. That's what I would want in for date night. I have my journal, but I can tell you more about that. She can tell you the most boring parts of anything. (laughs) She told me about, I said, is it true you went to a a strip club and you got your dick sucked? Yeah, so, so I found a girl that looks like Rihanna in the bathroom. And then I found a girl that looked like Shakira and I came out and there was two other ugly girls sitting next to him. And I was like, no, we want, I want these girls. So I thought these were the hot ones. So I wanted those two. We went to a private room and we both don't wear underwear. Next thing I know. Well, I don't want to know. I mean, I, yeah, you've already, yeah, yeah. Getting clubs you've already and named all that. the clubs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we no. can't. Oh, yeah. We know you're lying about this. So, <laughs> just admit you're lying. Yeah, so this is this is totally um, fictional. Okay. All right, good. I didn't next want thing, in trouble. next thing, next thing I know, uh, he's like mind fucking this girl. She's on his, um, she's rubbing his pussy on his thigh, and I'm talking to the one that looks like Shakira. I'm into her, and we're talking, and he's talking to the other one, and I look over, and whatever he told her, whatever he. Whatever he's... I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm just, right. you know, listen, I got to go. Zero or she's 10. She has nothing. Yeah, right. All right. I, I love what you're saying. It's just that your name's a place and I don't want, I don't want to get anyone in trouble. So uh, there you go. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
there is a it's a different place. I just thought that you would like to hear about. Oh, a that different one. place. Okay. Yeah, right. it really wasn't Got that you. place. I just wanted for show because Ronnie. Oh, 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 oh! All right. Yeah. Oh, I just, I, oh, okay. Well, yeah. it wasn't so this Rick's is cabaret. Not about. Yeah, because yeah, I know Rick's it, Cabaret, that wouldn't go down. I know they run a pretty straight-up organization. Yeah, so. and it's North yeah. Carolina. They're pretty the, sick, you know. Right. So, all right. You went to a different strip club, not Rick's Cabaret. Let's not give the name of the strip club. And I won't you, give the name, no. Okay. And you went there with this dude and these girls. Well, whatever. Okay. Uh, hey, I got to go. I'm getting nauseous. All right, thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye, Lindsay. I don't know. I mean, they were great stories, but... But, you know, know, when I... you asked her a question, then you'd wind up with the contract being read. <laughs> Mildred's on the phone. She's uh, an older woman. She has a sex contract with her um, <laughs> her husband, and she'd like to read really? it to you. Go ahead, Mildred. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have to write down all my deepest, dirtiest thoughts. Let me read you a passage from my diary. Dear diary, my asshole fell out today and I dragged it across the street like a tail. Oh, it's so hot. Dear diary, my snatch was so dry today, I sanded all the banisters in my home with my cunt lips. Oh, yeah, I bet you're getting hot. All right, all right. I don't want to hear your diary either. Wow. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. She was saying Rick's Cabaret because she went there. She because she hears Ronnie talk about it, but she actually yeah. wasn't there. You know, that's what was getting kind of complicated over there. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, what did we learn in that last segment? We learned that there are some people who are in relationships where they have a contract, and it's a sex contract for two years. <laughs> And uh, this guy somehow bamboozled her into this whole situation where. Well, this is, you know, how you used to watch those. Yeah. Uh, what do they call them? S&M um, pornos where right. there was this master bill. Yeah, master bill. I used to like that guy. Yeah. And he would have to have the girl say that they voluntarily wanted all of this to happen and right. then he could go ahead and do whatever he was doing and it sounds like the same as that contract yeah i used to watch this form of porn i was into snm porn i liked it and uh, it was when they had video porn you know you had to go out and buy videos but people would send them to me because i was on the yeah. radio and this, there was this big fat dude named master bill i watched his porn it was pretty good this uh reporter this master Bill lived on like a farm or something. Looked like he was dead broke. <laughs> I mean, the guy had holes in his fucking uh, sweater. And he's a big fatso. And uh, the reporter comes there and says, uh, and the reporter's gorgeous. Big tits, the whole thing. And she says, I'm here to do a story on your S&M farm here. And, and all these girls are walking around on the farm. Instead of like farm animals, they're like chained up and they're. You know, they're, they're on all fours mooing. You know what it's I mean? Like crazy. <laughs> like a girl farm, yeah. <laughs> and this dude, I mean, you're like, like he's the opposite of Johnny Depp. 
you had to see this guy. I mean, this guy looked like he got fucking punched in the face by 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 Mike Tyson. <laughs> and he was so out of shape and really gross. And that's what I liked about it. But he had this whole farm deal going and with no other dudes here, just hot chicks. And the reporter goes, please, I need a story for my news, for her, my magazine on SNM. And he goes, no. She goes, please, I'll do anything for the fucking, because they're going to fire me. He goes, anything, huh? Do you agree to submit to me and and learn about how pain is love and love is pain? Gives her a whole speech. <laughs> And she goes, and she's crying. Yes, I agree. Two minutes later, he's got her in the fucking barn. Got her tied up in some bizarre way. And he's got, um, he's got clothespins on her titties. <laughs> now, when I say clothespins, he's putting clothespins. He must have gone through a hundred clothespins. A whole titty. This woman had big titties. Every inch of these titties was covered in a clothespin. And then he takes his hands, he starts smacking her titties and the clothespins. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I mean, and she is crying. She, but he says, okay, you want to leave? But that's no interview, no story. I'll stay. She likes it. <laughs> now that's a punishment. I, I never well, I remember punishment. I watched it a few times. <laughs> I said to a woman, uh, you know, I was with. I said, uh, you, you, would you like me to put a clothespin on your titty? <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Clothespin on my titty. That <laughs> oh. <laughs> one. No one wanted to meet. I don't know how this guy got into it. And I was kind of disgusted with myself. I'm beating off to this. You know what I mean, Robert? It's, you know, it says a lot about me that there's a problem. Oh, I thought you just watched it. I didn't know you did that. Oh, that's what I did with it. No, I liked it. I got to be honest. I didn't understand. But I liked that it was an ugly guy. You know, I, I, want, I don't want to see good looking guys in porn. This guy, he had no dick. Don't ask what was going on. Because when she was rubbing his dick, Everything he barely... Was wrong with him. His dick was smaller than mine. I loved it. <laughs> but he was disgusting. And he had all kind of shit going on with her. I don't even remember anymore what he did to her. It was yeah, this water. was years and years ago. Yeah. And he's, he's smacking her vagina with his hand. Don't ask what he's doing, this guy. He's got a little paddle. He's paddling her vagina. See, it seems to me you hung around with that movie for a long time. I must have, you know, don't forget, you didn't have internet porn back then. So I yeah. must have watched this movie 20 times <laughs> from beginning to end. Like I could almost quote every line from it back in the day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't know what happened to this guy, Master Bill. Someone told me he's running for um, Senate in Pennsylvania, but. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> As a Republican, of course. <laughs> they got some wacky candidates out there. But um, 
anyway, yeah, I, I, I tell you, this was some. And then at the end, she he goes, "Okay, you've done everything." She's in tears. Don't ask because she's completely broken down from this guy, and she says, "I'm in love with you." She loves oh him. Oh my god! And uh, he goes, "Listen, now you've learned a very important lesson. You've learned." The difference between love and pain. And pain is love and love is pain. And he had a whole speech he gave her at the end. And she goes, thank you. And she's in <laughs> tears. And then she wraps her arms around him and she doesn't want to leave. She says, I want to live here with you. And he goes, no, you go do your article. You got you to straighten her out. Oh, my. He's madly in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the movies. I don't know. We had that girl on the phone. I, she had a. Yeah. If she'd only given us the details. I wanted to talk to her some more, but it was it was going south. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, I was watching uh, American Idol, and uh, I'm happy with the top three. I'm uh, going to oh, vote yeah. for. Uh, I'm voting for Leah Michelle. That's my pick to win. She's the best. Really? You yeah. are going to vote. And this girl, I don't know if they planned it or what, but she um, started out all goofy and then, like, I don't know, they transformed her into like a nice looking She's girl. Pulled it together? Yeah, it's like one of those movies, like where you see the goofy girl in high school and then all of a sudden at the end of the movie, she looks good. They always manage to do that. And she looks good and she sings like an angel. So I, I'm going to vote for her. I'm, I said to Beth, we got to vote. We got to. You know, right, if, or otherwise, if you if, top three of yours and see what yeah. I think, <laughs> she's good. She got good songs. She got a nice voice. I'm gonna vote for her. Why not? Uh, you know, listen. You can't complain about your American Idol if you don't vote. That's what I always say. <laughs> and you know who else says that? Katie. Who? Katy Perry. Who? One of the judges. Katy Perry. Right. That's right. Who says that? Huh? No. <laughs> I'm lying about that too. <laughs> and uh yeah, what can I say? Let me see. I was just about to ask Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Did you see that Norm Macdonald Yes. filmed a last special because well, he felt that, you know, he might not get to do this material because of a reoccurrence of his cancer? Well, you know, I haven't read everything about this, but they say that Norm MacDonald, who is a great comedian and friend of the show and love Norm. And, uh, you know, uh, they said, well, Netflix has an hour of Norm's material that he left behind for his special. And I went, oh, that's great. And then I read that it was something he taped in his living room because during the pandemic, he was trying to work out new material. So... I wonder well, if it's I like. Well, I think he had worked on it a lot. And then he, you know, instead of him being able to continue working on it, he had to go into the hospital for a surgery. Oh. So, and so he taped it because he didn't want, he wanted it shown. I see. Cause I, I mean, I didn't want it to be like one of those Prince deals where the family's where releasing all the shit from something. India. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Norm was the best. Uh, oh, I got the girl's name wrong. It's Leah Marlene, not Leah Michelle. I don't know why I said well, that. Well, how could she be an idol? You can't even remember her name. 
Well, look, <laughs> what am I going to tell you? I'm not one of those people that believes in the power of American Idol. I mean, most people who are on there, they uh, you never hear from them again. I don't know how they right. make a living, especially but. after like year five. I don't think they've really, but produced a huge star since then. Well, but they do have to their to their credit, Carrie Underwood, mm -hmm. uh, Kelly Clarkson, yeah, um. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, did I mention her? <laughs> yes. Okay, and then what about Carrie Underwood, who's now uh, very, very big? <laughs> well, they got Come some on. credibility there. Um, Jennifer Hudson came out of there. But she didn't she win. Didn't win. <laughs> she didn't win, but she came out of there. And uh, who else you got? They always go, and Chris Daughtry, as far as I could tell. Who, who gives a fuck about he him? He had a couple uh, of hits. Clay Aiken. Touring. Clay, Clay Aiken. Aiken, please. I think he's, you know, uh, organizing uh, a union at Starbucks now. Ah, oh, you're mean. <laughs> you're a mean woman. You are something. That else. was Boy, a don't get joke. On, don't get on your wrong side. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me talk a couple of people. Then I'm going to bring the gang in and maybe we'll do a little bit of uh, clean out the computer. Tomorrow, Harry Styles will be here. Let me see. Let's go to Neil out in California. What can I do for you, Neil? Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, I'm hey wondering, now. Howard, have you ever heard of... Hey, now. Have you ever heard hey of now. shoplifter porn? Hey, now. Teen shoplifter Shop, porn? Teen shoplifting porn? Yeah, I watch that. <laughs> sure, of course I've heard of it. Yeah, I do. It's, uh, it's good. It's... um. Well, it is exactly what you'd imagine it to be. Uh, young, a young teen goes into a store. She... uh has shoplifted and they very professionally they kind of say to her listen what's uh, happening here uh they you know they find the, Who is it, uh, the they store find store manager yeah, or the security store guard manager. okay either one doesn't matter somebody in authority is uh, caught yeah. her and and she's look i'm calling the police please don't if my parents find out blah 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 i'm screwed isn't there something I can do? And he goes, no, no, I'm very professional, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of talk, but you know, banter back and forth. That's necessary. And then all of a sudden she says, listen, maybe I'll do something for you. And uh, before you know it, he's fucking her. She's blowing him, fucking him. Don't ask. Right? Right, Neil? I got it right? Yeah. Yeah. They, good. they block out his face like it's real. They block right. out oh. the security guard's face. He doesn't want to be seen. Yeah, that helps. I like that when they make it seem real. You know, I like to believe. Like sometimes when I watch uh, stepbrother porn, you know, with the stepbrothers fucking the stepsister, the, the stepbrother looks right. like he could be the girl's dad. You know what I mean? Like he's way too old, but they have a young ish he looking. He should still be living at home. Right. Yeah. He's got a little too much hair on his body and, you know, 50,000 tattoos. He's, he's, he, you know, it's just crazy. But, but uh, why is his face blocked out? And because you think that th makes it look more real. Because yeah. who's shooting it? Well, th th now you're asking. Now you're asking questions. A, you're not a dude. It's a security <laughs> camera. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's a five camera shoot. Security <laughs> camera. All right, Neil. You keep it up. You like that? May, huh? may I ask you one more question? May I ask sure. you one more question? When, when was your earliest sexual memory? Like, how young were you? I remember, uh, well, I don't know if it's sexual. I remember being in kindergarten, and there was a girl in my kindergarten class 
who I was very attracted to. And um, I came home, I told my mother, I said, Mom, I saw a girl in kindergarten and I like her and, and you would like her too. She's your type. <laughs> That's how I said to her. And my mother said, my type, you know, I'm with uh, your father. I go, oh, yeah, that's a whole other type. <laughs> um, but what I meant by that was she was a nice girl. She was like my mom, you know, I, and uh -huh. she had dark hair, you know, and all that kind of stuff like my mom. So that's what I meant. She was my she was her type. But I remember being attracted to her. Do you mean that kind of sexual thought or do you mean where I wanted to, you know, bang somebody? Yeah, like swing, swing, like your first urge, like oh, something's happening here. Well, my first urge was a woman named Honey West. And uh, it was a oh, TV Honey show. West. Honey West is a old-time TV show. A lot of people out there don't even remember it. It was an actress named Ann Francis. She had you big mark. titties. She was blonde. And she was a detective. And she had that titties. beauty mark. That was her big deal. She remember? had a beauty. That's right. Like a, like a um, Cindy Crawford-type beauty right. mark on her face. Yeah. I mean, God knows, probably she got older, she had hair growing out of that mole. But uh, oh, back yeah. in the day, <laughs> I got all charged up over her. I just and read somehow, that Angie Dickinson is turning 100. Now, she, I, she hey, was, <laughs> I beat off a lot to Angie now? Dickinson. <laughs> Angie Dickinson was a great beauty. But, um, yeah, so I remember I bought a book. Um, it was just a story about Honey West because she was on TV. Just that was like a paperback book and in it. It was one page where Honey West is tied up uh, naked by, by she's captured by oh. some bad people. And that yeah. fucking gave me, a, I had a boner. I was like, you, what That was your fuck? first one, do you think? I don't know. I a just boner. remember, I, I think I beat off to it. How old? How old were you? And then Gilligan's Island, too. I used to watch and I get a boner. So I tried to jerk off. I didn't know how to jerk a off. Boner. So I, peed, I peed in my parents' bed. It's all, it's chronicled <laughs> in my book. One of those books I wrote. One of those fucking books that caused me more problems than so, it was worth. Yeah. So you like you like the bondage aspect of that other show? So yes, I like bondage. Into bondage. I like bondage. Were you born I like bondage. into bondage? So you were born with that because you're if you're young. What am I born into bondage? What the fuck are you talking? No, about? <laughs> no. Were you born in? Like you were into it, not into it. Were you? Uh, I liked born bondage. Liking bondage. I just wonder because, dude, what is this? A, a, a trip down jerk off memory lane? What, what are, are we going doing? down here? It's it's, it's memory lane I'm for jerking sorry. off. I mean, what do you want to know? I'm telling you, some of my early. I was wondering memories. if you were born, if you were born porn, like if you were born into born porn, porn? Like, like liking sex, born into porn. What do you say? Born into what? Born into porn. <laughs> born into porn. Like before born I knew what sex was. <laughs> before I knew what sex was. I I was in third grade and I was with. I, I got to get off the phone with you. You're bumming me out. Who is this guy, Neil? Get out of here. So, well, do you know where he is? Can we keep him on the line and trace it so we can pick him up? <laughs> trace him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Tommy, go ahead in Connecticut. Oh, Ohio, rather. Yes. Hey now. I hope you're better than the last call. Hey that guy was speaking in riddles. I don't know who that guy goes. So how are you? You were born in porn. You were born in porn. 
<laughs> what? What are you saying? Born in poor. You were born in bondage. What? You asked me some sex thoughts. I gave them to you. Now you're getting weird on me. I knew this was all about him. He wasn't interested in you. He wanted to tell yeah. you something about him. I was born in porn. I was born in porn. <laughs> oh, you were born in porn? <laughs> no, I was born in porn. Hey, <laughs> hey. Amazing. Go ahead, Tommy. Oh, hey, now. <clears throat> so let's let's get on Robin for a second. So, how many guys did she blow before she took the blowjob lesson? And then how many guys after? She didn't have a blowjob lesson. She watched the porn to get better at blowing dudes. And how many guys has she blown? Well, you got, you got a number, Robin? Uh, everyone I was ever with. <laughs> well, what do you got? Do you got a list of what? 20, 30 guys, maybe? I don't think it's that large. Right. You're such like a they lady. said she was so bad, she had to no, 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 no. This was a bad relationship, and this guy was undermining my confidence in every way. And so it made me feel, because nobody had complained. That guy I was talking about who said, no, you're good. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. That was long before that guy. She had signed a contract with this guy <laughs> that she was seeing, and he was reading her she diary. And, and, yeah, she didn't like it. So there you go, Tommy. You're such a lady. I like that your numbers are low. You know, there's something sexy about that. Look, why, why would Good you want to have a lot of numbers? That's uh, disgusting. Exactly. Not exactly. I, you can do whatever you want. I don't mm -hmm. mind that you might have a lot of numbers. No, nah, I don't have a lot. I of don't, don't forget have a lot of numbers. I don't forget. I was in a relationship for 25 years. I was single for I don't know a year, and then I met Beth. So I mean, how many? Yeah, how yeah, many yeah. Women but you were trying life? to rack up numbers in that year. I did. <laughs> I did rack up some numbers, but I'm not proud of it. You were going through. Numbers are meaningless. You know, how I know that Gary watched yeah. thousands of hours of baseball. He was a baseball coach, <laughs> and then you saw him throw out the first pitch. I was watching CNN this morning for a few minutes, and they were. Uh -huh. um, they were showing somebody threw out Shame. a horrendous first pitch. I forget the name of the Steve person. Steve Aoki. Oh, really? Steve Aoki? Who, what does he do? He's a DJ. He's a famous DJ. Yeah. And I was watching, and they go, wow, that was the worst pitch. And, they, and then the woman goes, ah, I got to tell you, been a lot of bad pitches. And I thought Gary's name was going to come up, but she spared him. She didn't, uh, Baba she didn't say Gary oh, Maybe Delibar. Gary's dropping oh, down Baba on the Bowie. list. Because it's of come him. up in plenty of other places, believe me. I'm just looking on social media this morning. Apparently, according to most people, I've dropped to number three. It's Steve Ioki, 50 Cent, and then me. Yeah. <laughs> but but oh, it's only yeah. been 13 years. since I pitched. Why anybody would uh, ever <laughs> throw out the first pitch is beyond me, unless you're a very accomplished uh, player. I don't see why what the upside is in it. And I and I told Gary that. I said, Gary, oh, it's my dream, boss. It's my yeah, dream. I don't know why that was a dream. A dream because he thinks he's he's got dreams. Meanwhile, he shouldn't be anywhere. The only thing he should be doing is working for me. He's, <laughs> all of a sudden, he became a personality. Wolf, it's my dream. It's my dream to throw out the first pitch. And the next thing I know. I'm nervous, Bolf. I'm with a hypnotist. I'm, I mean, what are you doing? And he got yourself? a coach. He took lessons. Yeah. Well, think about it. Let's say Gary threw out a wonderful first pitch. You know, yeah. okay, got it over the plate. Big fucking deal. 
Nobody, nobody would cares. have talked about it again. Nobody. That's right. Nobody yep. gives a shit. Nobody cares. It's just stupid. People say yes to everything. I try to tell people no has a powerful position in our lives. I say no to 95% of the things people no! ask me to do. You can always turn around and say yes. Just say no. No, no is the answer. Well, I don't no. think everybody should use that no! as their rule. Oh, yes. Absolutely. again, bosses said no to you all the time. They well, were all wrong. They might have been right. <laughs> but they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gary's a dreamer. You know what I said to Gary once? I pulled him aside. I said, you know what your problem is, Gary? Too much dreaming, not enough working. <laughs> Stop with the dreaming. That's dream. what he was Both. doing that day he fell asleep in the office. It was yep. every one of his dreams. Um, that's what I said. I said, you're lucky I don't Gary. fire you. I told you, you dream too much. <laughs> Gary! Too much dreaming. Oh, boy, I'm going to throw the process. Of the, it's a childhood fantasy to be in Shea Stadium, Bob. And I'll throw out the it's pitch. It's not like they're going to say, keep him in. He's really good. Let him be a uh, part of the team. What kind of dream is throwing out the first yeah, what, it, what it was your dream? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It gives me the chills thinking about his decision making. The power of no. I said, say no. And no! ask your ball. I told him. You heard me on the air. I got tape of it. Oh, yeah. Gary, get out of this. Don't do it. No! But it up, I, you're somebody be... who had dreamed it all, it was like, I couldn't believe it could go that wrong. <laughs> I've seen you throw the ball, and you do fine. I'm, and you, you that never... was like maybe the second ball I ever threw. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, ball, I just want you to know I'm a pitching coach, and I played literally, and blah, 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 blah. I said, I don't care what you've done. I don't care. You're going to fuck it up. What position does he play in Little League? Who knows? Maybe pitcher. He said, claims he's an expert. I said, you're, knowing you, you're going to fuck it up. You're going to bob a buoy all over the place. And sure enough. If everybody oh. could do it, there there wouldn't be people being paid millions of dollars Baba to do it. Oh. Gary's Pitch. Gary's pitch, Gary threw like a little bitch. It's been a while, but we still smile when Gary misses the plate by a mile. Baba Booey wanted the pitch to go well. Instead, it looked as bad as he smells. So this season, as you watch the games, don't forget about one thing. Gary's pitch, Gary's pitch. The biggest fuck up by far. Oh yeah, but back to all right. Listen, I'm not going to rub it in. He did it. He Rick, made a mistake. All of his, but all of his, uh, yeah. uh, you know, idols, these baseball players he watched for years, they were all laughing at him, making fun. I know of him. it was horrible. It was just terrible. I felt bad for him. Yeah. I love Gary. I, I feel bad for him. He doesn't let he but he is stubborn. He never <laughs> listens to me. You know, Bolf, you think you know everything just because you're the Bolf. I go, Gary, I kind of do know everything. I, you know what? I really don't know everything, but I know everything about Gary. And I can, I can, I can, I predict a disaster. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, anyway, uh, we did receive some fan feedback yesterday. Uh, many people wrote me. They failed to understand the, the what I was trying to tell Rooster, who got stopped at the uh, traffic stop by the uh -huh. police officer, received a speeding ticket, despite the fact that he was a former corrections officer for 20 years. I pointed out to Rooster on the air that Rooster, if you're a former corrections officer and you got a badge, if you had shown it to the officer, he probably would not have given you a ticket. And people wrote me, oh, Howard, what are you saying? That Rooster deserves to get out of a speeding ticket? Why should former cops or correction officers not get a ticket when they violate traffic laws? This perpetuates the belief that police are held to a different standard than regular citizens. Listen to me. Of course, everyone should be equal under the law. What I was pointing out to Rooster is not not everyone is equal under the law. If you're a cop, one of the courtesies you get is that your fellow cops usually will look the other way if you are on the job. I'm saying I ain't saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying what the fuck is wrong with Rooster that he doesn't know what to do in that situation. He starts arguing with the cop. He's doing jokes. He's doing shtick. And the cop gave him a ticket. Uh, here. I retired after 33 years on the job. And Rooster definitely talked himself into that ticket. So there you go. And here's another listener agreed with me. I agree with you, Howard. Cops don't give other cops tickets out of basic courtesy. I've been a detective for over a decade. And only once did a fellow officer try to give me a ticket. He's no longer on the job. Exactly. But it does happen. We did say there's no 100% in any instance in human history. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of people wrote in, too. They couldn't believe Ronnie was a clue on Jeopardy. None of us could. <laughs> well, is that does that mean Jeopardy standards are falling? Well, the audience did love to watch Ronnie's stardom grow. They, Ronnie has come a long way, never in a million years. What I think that that perverted son of a bitch would have anything to do with an intellectual program like Jeopardy. Way to go, Ronbo. Uh, Ronnie is a big shot. Congratulations. Do. Do. That's Ronnie's big line. If his uh, many acting do. cameos weren't enough, this seals the deal. Ronnie is becoming a superstar. Well, yes. yeah. Yeah. Mr. A-List. For those of you who forget, Ronnie has appeared on Jeopardy before when he was a contestant. I would like to play that for you, lest you forgot. This is Jeopardy. Ronnie is our champion, and I'm going to put him on the spot because he has a talent, a special talent, which is... I know when a girl shoots a load and when she's faking. <laughs> Let's get back into this. Ronnie... Letters, poems, that kind of crap. 1800. It was 1908, and this attraction was the tallest structure in the world. Ronnie. What the fuck is my dick standing like a pole, dude? No. The Tower of London. Ronnie, back to you. Europe, 1800. At midnight on New Year's Eve, Spaniards eat one of these with each chime of a clock bell. Ronnie. What is pussy tulips? Nope. Shark off. What do you know? Go look it up, dude. Promotional consideration provided by... Yep. There, that's it. Wow, I forgot about that appearance. 
You know what I'm going to do for Ronnie? Because I was thinking, if there was Jeopardy on fucking, Ronnie would be the grand champion. So I'm going to make a this Jeopardy game. This is fucking game. Jeopardy. <laughs> fucking Jeopardy with Ronnie the limo driver. And I'm going to, I'll ask questions. Let's see, who could he play? Maybe the Lenny Dykstra. And uh, who else is considered a pussy expert? Who else was here not too long ago and seemed to be an, an expert on set? Well, in any case, I'll do a Ronnie Jeopardy segment. Look forward to that. All right. I'm going to get on that. See if I can't uh, come up with some good questions and let Ronnie play sexual Jeopardy. How's that? Remember, Ronnie didn't know what a G-spot was or he didn't think the G-spot existed. Who was on the phone that day? Uh, I forget. I don't know. What was that tape we had recently of Ronnie? Oh, I got this tape of Ronnie. He's in a bit and he, st he went ballistic in the bit about the G-spot again. Oh, really? Where's that bit? Yeah, yeah. This is good. The G-spot. <laughs> you guys, you know what I'm talking about, guys, from last night? We were all listening to it. Where Ronnie freaks out in the bit about uh, the G-spot. It's kind of funny. Yeah, we're getting it right now. Yeah. Put that up on my, uh, put that up on my computer in the right-hand side. <laughs> People will like that. It's like a Ronnie Mund sex expert bit. <laughs> Isn't it Ronnie versus somebody else? I'm trying to remember it. Yeah, oh, I know what it is. It's Pussy Talk with uh, Ronnie the limo driver and Mike Perlman. Oh, okay. And they get in, and they get into a fight about uh, the G spot. Here, listen, <laughs> this is pretty good. Uh, welcome to Pussy Talk with Stern Show personality Ronnie Mund and producer Michael Perlman. <laughs> Ronnie, what do you love so much about pussy? That it trips. It's wet. Feels good when you put your dick in it. Yeah, fucking right. Depending on the girl, it smells good. <laughs> and I love eating it. Yeah, eating it. Mike, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, you love how it looks, how it feels when you stick it in, you know? Sometimes the smell can be erotic. Uh, stick it in. Uh, yeah, erotic. It's pussy, man. It's pussy, man. I, I like a clean, like, right out of the shower. That's what I like. And sometimes a little dirty is good, too. Natural. I, I like a nice smelling, clean pussy that it doesn't smell like piss. Right, right. I don't like that. Michael Perlman, you have any tips on the best way to, f to finger a woman? When you do stick your finger in, um, you want to hit the G-spot. Oh, gonna, gonna here we to, go again. You're going to have to curl back. Dude, you know what that is? That's the fucking extension of the clit. That's what you're fucking touching. But you it's fool. a whole different area, you dopey moron. It's the extension of the clit that has 8,000 fucking yeah, nerve endings in it. Part of the clit is right there. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck. That was pussy talk with Ronnie Mund and Michael Perlman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think every G-Spot argument has been with Michael Perlman. <laughs> I told the guys, arrest everyone involved with this bit. <laughs> Perlman, please. That's uh, locker room talk. You know what I mean? That's real locker room talk. That's how guys talk. Really? Like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what guys are talking about. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. There was a whole bunch of letters again about Ronnie and the uh, Twitter account where John Blit and Chris Wilding are tricking Ronnie every day into tweeting more Photoshop photos. <laughs> and this time Ronnie tagged his buddy's helicopter business. So there you go. Somebody wrote in, if Ronnie is including his buddy's helicopter business in this ridiculous tweeting thing, that's 100% on him and not Chris and Blit. He should be paying careful attention, especially when he knows they've been fucking with him. Keep up the good work, boys. Another one. Who the hell is Ronnie to tell Chris and John Blit what to do? These Ronnie Twitter pranks are unbelievable. He will literally retweet anything. <laughs> mm. A lot of fans did send me uh, notes of support and encouragement while I'm dealing with my parents' health care. Yeah, it's got me down. It's so sad. You know, my dad is, I hate to see him like this. You know, hallucinating and, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And we got to medicate him. Now he's all doped up. And then my mother would have fucking egg drop soup and she's eating too much salt and her ankles blow up. But she wants it. I, I sit to and let your ankles blow up what the fuck but uh, anyway you know what it's my parents anniversary today and i'll tell you what Is makes it? me even sad yeah you know i guess how many years they're married figure it out robin all right wait a minute i'm going to say crazy amount 70 something years 75 this is wow. uh, their 75th wedding anniversary can you imagine 75 years those two carrying on. Uh, That's a big one. Wow. They're supposed to be having a party. I don't think this is party time. Well, though. I got to thank my boy, uh, Phil McCann. What? I know, it sounds like a phony. <laughs> I know, the guy's name really is Phil McCann. <laughs> <laughs> I got to thank my man, Phil McCann. He's the dude over at Nathan's. You know, my yeah. parents, every year for their anniversary, they would go to Nathan's. My dad would eat three hot dogs, three hot dogs with sauerkraut. French fries and a shake. No and mustard? I have a mustard, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd get yelled at if I said something like that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have to tell you that. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and my mother has like chicken fingers with French fries and a shake. And we have coffee. <laughs> a shake and coffee? I don't know. Two of them are going to float away. But that sounds like a heavy meal. She's been eating so light. Yeah, well, this was when they were, you know, when, right. they, were having, when, they, when they were healthy, they could eat. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, Phil McCann said uh, every year, he says, you want to send Nathans to your parents on their anniversary? And I'm always like, no, nah, don't bother. <laughs> don't worry about it. And uh, th this year I said yes to him. Did you? Oh, yeah. Good. So they're going to get a delivery today? And yeah, yeah, I said, I insist on paying. He said, no. You know, I always buy them, Nathan, say, to get it from DoorDash really? or, I, or, you know, I get uh, someone to go down there and get it. But uh, he, he heard us talking about it. So And so he Bill remembers McCann. this every year now. Look at yeah, him. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. I mean, I, I you know, and his partner, I should mention, too, Dak Mehoff, uh, <laughs> Bill McCann's partner, <laughs> and the guy who owns Nathan's. He would uh, jablow me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks to those folks. So, yeah, so they're sending over uh, four hot dogs. Listen to this. It's too much food, but 
My parents now have 75 aides living in their house. With so they're going to feed everybody. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Say everybody enjoy because uh, mm. getting four hot dogs, my dad will eat three. He's still got a healthy appetite, even though he weighs like seven pounds. And, uh, yeah, we got the fries, a couple of burgers. Wow. Um, yeah. Sounds like a, a real spread. Four different shakes. Crazy. And my mother's going to go, what's all this phone? She's going to get mad. Because <laughs> 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 my dad. What time is he going to come? Because you know it's got to be the right time. Oh, man. It's like you fucking live with me or something. You are right. I, I got in a panic. I said to my <laughs> wife last night, I go, what time are we sending it? Did we specify a time? She's like, no, oh, my God. I go, you know what I'm thinking? Three o'clock, because my father eats at 4.30. If the food gets there, he'll eat his regular dinner. And then he goes, dude, I can't eat. I ate a lot. Right, yeah. Yeah. And I ate egg drop soup already. Who's going to eat this? <laughs> so it's like a military operation. You know, you want it to be a surprise, but the fuck knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Give me a stomachache just thinking about it, that I got to get it there the right time. And it's never appreciated. Why did you send all that? Don't worry about it. It's never appreciated. Anything I do. (laughs) Why did they send it? I'm watching Tattletales (laughs) with Howard. What, Mom? We, We didn't need a thing. We ate already. We ate, I, I had egg drop soup and your father ate his chicken fingers and french fries. Well, tell him we ate a And I'm watching Tattletales. <laughs> I don't eat when I watch Tattletales. Oh, she all right. can't hear anything. How does she watch TV? Oh, I don't know. It's weird. I bought her this device. It's fantastic. I know I keep saying I should give you the name because people who are hard of hearing will love it. It's a microphone with headphones. So they stick the microphone up to the TV and she can put on the headphones and hear it. Yeah. And the fucking... Does your dad watch TV anymore? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what he hears and what he doesn't. I think he thinks it's a window and he's looking outside. (laughs) Oh, the baseball game's outside. I don't think he knows what the fuck's going on. I'm telling you, it's it's a nightmare. And yeah, yeah, it's bad. I don't know what goes on, man. It's it's like a three ring circus over there. Yeah. Anyway, Nathan's hot dogs. There you go. Little free. All right. Thank you, Phil McCann. Phil McCann. (laughs) <laughs> i remember uh, the first time you told me about that and i was like phil my kid what are you what are you pulling something over on me <laughs> no that's the guy's real name poor guy must have had a <laughs> shitty childhood with that name what were his parents thinking <laughs> i don't know uh john hein audiobook is on the phone wants to talk about nathan's hot dogs go ah. ahead john world famous since 1916 Polish immigrant Nathan Handworker opened a small Frankfurter stand in Coney Island, New York in 1916, selling hot dogs made with a recipe developed by his wife, Ida, for a nickel. A hundred years later, 
Those one-of-a-kind Coney Island hot dogs are still pleasing millions of Americans. Yeah. Originally, Nathan's servers wore white surgeon smocks to show cleanliness, and flyers right. were distributed to local hospitals. Uh, all right, okay, goodbye. Who the fuck bought that book? I want to meet those people. <laughs> anyway, your parents, uh, these are from the fans. Your parents are the same exact age as mine. Living into your 90s isn't always a blessing. Uh, know that you have a peer going through the same exact situation. They say that makes you feel better, but it doesn't make me feel any better. Howard, my heart goes out to you and your family. Howard, I remember dealing with my elderly parents, and it was not fun. On a lighter note, listening to the show on Monday has made me crave egg drop soup so much that I decided to make some from scratch. This bowl's for you, Ray. And that's my mom. Uh, one fan loved the prank call Chris Wilding made of my mom calling the mother radio show from yesterday. Yes. I'm going to be speaking in that mother voice all day today. Nobody will understand the context, and I don't care. It was so funny. Also, is it me, or did mother sound like Eric the actor's mom from an alternate universe? Hmm. Good observation. You know, I was thinking about it. There's one thing I, I should have played, too, yesterday. It wasn't the first time one of my parents contacted mother. Remember when we called with drops of my dad? Do you remember that one? No. Is it worth replaying real quick? Sure. I love like mother. All right. Here you go. Oh. Hello. What did she say? Yes, we better speak up here. <laughs> what we're talking about is we've had 26,000 years what? of it. 26,826 years is... is Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you at... Twenty-six thousand eight hundred and twenty-six years yeah. is a cycle called a galactic yuga. Uh, um, <clears throat> a galactic yuga. What? A yuga. Y, as in uh, yellow. Y, U, as in umbrella. What is it doing? It's a cycle. I'm sorry, but I'm having a hard time understanding what you're telling me. I tried to blow my luck. Um. Quiet. Well, we're closing now. Uh, no. Okay. What is it? It's time to just. Don. I hung up on him. Oh. It just started to become funny town, and when it comes when it starts to become funny town, I just figure. All right. Oh, dear mother. Leave it there for the moment. Namaste. There you wow. go. That was when my that father That mother knows that how show. to sum things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, didn't you call in already? What do you want? Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, uh, happy anniversary to your parents. Uh, and uh, I, I feel terrible for what they're going through, but... Yesterday, I fucking listened to that segment of you doing your mom. I listened back to it twice. It's so fucking funny. I feel guilty. <laughs> well, I feel, I feel very guilty doing it. I get off the air. I go, you know. It's so good. <laughs> you know, I talk about my parents, but I do. I feel really bad for them. Yeah. No, it's horrible. But yeah, but make it funny. Yeah. Your mother's looking for low-sodium egg drop soup. I mean, it's all sodium. <laughs> <laughs> if there's low-sodium, there's no egg drop soup. Yeah. Yeah. No soup. 
She wanted no sodium egg drop soup. Then, then she asked for low sodium. I'm like going out of my mind. I mean, and you know what, man? I'm spending like at least 30, 40% of my day uh, trying to, you know, keep them comfortable. Thank God they got you, man. I mean, oh, you know what, though? But then I'm filled with resentment. That's what I feel guilty about because my dad always said I was an asshole. And now the asshole's busy paying for everything in his life. He'd be. He'd be homeless right now. Aren't you glad your dad was wrong? No. I wish no. I was an asshole. And I could prove him. I'd see the trouble he'd be in. No, I mean, no, I mean I'm really... Gl- Listen. I, my dad was tough on me. There's no question. And uh, it was pretty bad. But I got to tell you, I don't think therapy's working. Yeah, no, you're yeah. going to have those feelings, Robin. But doesn't no, it? No, that- you've got to understand. People are who they are. They couldn't help what they did. It didn't mean anything about you. And you can go on with your life instead of yeah. building resentment. Well, Robin, doing well I'm only up to perfect. My no, my therapist said first I got to get in touch with how angry I am, and then I'll get to where <laughs> you are. And she's already cured. I mean, she got cured in a matter of months, but. Uh, not a matter of months, but I did yeah. all that. Yeah, I got yeah. really in touch with my anger and where it should be uh, pointed. Does and then I have, was able to let it go. Does your dad have the presence of mind to know, like, no. what? how funny the situation is? That the idiot no, is no, no, no. There's nothing funny going on. The, the reality is my dad's having a really hard time. And, uh, you know, he's hallucinating and he thinks people are attacking him and... And and thank God he has someone who's taking care of him because he could be in terrible, a terrible situation. And so could your mom. I got the doctor going over there today for both of them, you know, because she's got the she's eating so much fucking egg drop soup. Her ankles blew up like balloons. And then I got him. And, uh, you know, they got to they got to figure out his whole situation every minute. Every minute it changes. So. But they got him on this drug that. At least calms him down when he gets fucking crazy. So, well, at least they're still there and they're going. You know, I mean, the, 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 I don't know if that's such a blessing at this point. Even my mom says to me, "We should go," but uh, I said, "Look, you, you guys are actually kind of healthy." Well, if they keep taking care of themselves, this is this is going to go on. Well, look at you the time. I know, that's why I said be doing. They should be eating the egg drop soup. Yeah, like and like I even said, and doing everything. Yeah, I said to the doctor, let her have the egg drop soup. And then he goes, "Well, I'm worried <laughs> about hypertension. I'm worried about." That. I go, "Okay." I go, "Listen, death by egg drop soup ain't the worst way to go." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Satisfied. Yeah. How'd your mother die? Soup. Uh, well, at the funeral convention, she uh, had a problem with egg drop soup. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I told my mother, just to have one egg drop soup a day. You don't have to have egg drop soup every meal. So that's what's going on now. She's still on the egg drop soup. She is? She's not stopped? No, she wants it. But I said, you know, eat it. In other words, I can't get low sodium. Or no sodium egg drop soup. So I said, what if you limit your intake? Instead of being a chazer and have three fucking <laughs> meals a day of egg drop soup, eat it once a day. She and, would and, probably uh, drink it in one of those quart containers. It comes in yeah. those giant sizes, and she probably wolfed the whole well, thing. She doesn't eat anything. She's in it when it comes. <laughs> yeah, she only eats egg drop soup. So it's like, uh, it's, it's outrageous. Everyone was happy she was eating something. Now they're all yeah. complaining. I said, listen. 
She got a full-blown addiction to fucking egg drop soup. (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to do? I mean, every day is a new problem. New problem every minute. But maybe your dad will get better like your mom did. You know, maybe she had she had such no, a turnaround. No, I maybe talked to the doctors. It's a different kind of thing. My mom had long-term COVID. I'm convinced of it. She had all this pain. My dad, they said to me, once these hallucinations and everything, so they don't, it's not like they get better. They just keep getting, it, it, you just try to manage it. It, it. There's no return to reality. His brain's like fucking mush. They, he's had it multiple strokes, and they did the, the MRI and the whatever they do to look at your head. Sorry. The neurologist was like, yeah, you know, he's got like a fucking uh, loaf of bread in there now. There ain't no brain. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I said, yeah, he used to be a smart guy. I mean, he's somewhere in there. He's in there, but... Yeah, anyway, old man's going to be 100. He's, he's 100 years old. His body's giving out. He's going to be 100. He's going to be 99 in July. Wow. wow. 99. Wow. But, um, well, I still say it's better. He's at least he's here. And, and he, you know, he's got some life. Okay. He doesn't you have a go life. take care of them, Ralph. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy they're here. <laughs> Ralph, just, Ralph just wants to hear me do impressions of them. So. <laughs> yeah, those impressions will end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's maddening. Yeah, she, I mean, you know, she, she. she oh my God! And poor Beth. Poor Beth. Like she doesn't do enough. Beth's first of all, Beth's you know, Beth's not her daughter. She's the daughter-in-law. So, you know, I well, say boy, Beth, she's really you. been taken into the family, isn't she? Lucky? Well, yeah, she's so lucky. <laughs> lucky Beth. My mother calls Beth. I go, you know. Not for nothing. Call call your daughter. What do you call him? Uh, me? What do you call my wife for? <laughs> but you know, because that gets things done. She gets the egg drop soup right yeah, over there. She sure does. She sure does. Because it's unbelievable. That's so sweet. But we and then the oh the dialogue back and forth is exhausting. It's just the yelling and the, the, the I don't know. She can't hear anything. Man. Can you hear me? Yes. What did she say? <laughs> oh, it's like, it's just like, and now we, we said, just, just text. We told the A, just text us. Because we can't go through this with every fucking meal. Yeah, that's amazing. Screaming yeah. every day. I was like, really? That's every conversation? Every conversation. It's like the aide is standing there and the aide wants to be respectful so she keeps quiet. So the phone is up. My mother doesn't hear anything. <laughs> and then the aide has to be told to repeat it, you know, otherwise she stays quiet. So it's just, it's a madhouse. Yeah. Every conversation. <laughs> Can you hear me? My mother hasn't figured out that we hear fine. Right, right. (laughs) She can talk in her normal voice. She goes, Beth, this is Ray. I want egg drops. No. Beth! (laughs) Beth! My mother came back from the dead. Like, she was dead. I'm telling you, we were on the phone to the funeral home. We had already picked out an outfit for her to be buried in. (laughs) And suddenly she fucking came back. I don't even know so how she, she didn't did like it. The even the doctor—that's why she's. Her, still like I swear to God, her doctor called. He goes, "It's a miracle." I go, yeah. "Well, okay." 
<laughs> if you see it that way. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a miracle. He goes, I go, yeah, yeah look, I finally got a miracle. It wasn't My miracle wasn't, you know, uh, in high school, I didn't uh, fuck the nicest girl in high school. That would have been a miracle that I could have gotten behind. No, no, my miracle is. This is your my, miracle. My old mother came back from the dead. And she, now she's operating at full force. Back with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah. She's back. <laughs> All right, Ralph. Thank you. Well, back. All right. Beth! <laughs> Beth! Yes, Ray, I hear you. What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh. crazy. You know, it's just nuts. And this is all just to get egg drop soup, and we know. We just. Right. It's, it takes a long time to get egg drop soup. Beth, do you think you could get me salt free egg drop soup? <laughs> now, try you know, she's explaining. She's not even going to want the salt free egg, egg drop soup. It's no. not going to taste the same. But try explaining to my mother over a phone where she can't hear, and then the aides got to jump in and interpret. That there's no such thing as sodium egg drops, no sodium free egg drop soup. It's just a, Ray. It's Beth. There's no such thing. What did she say? <laughs> she said there's no such thing. No, I don't want the sodium. Just well, mom, the sodium is there? the whole thing. And then I'm coaching Beth to go tell her. That she should eat less of it. Just have it once a day. Then Beth gets, Ray! What? Gotta <laughs> eat it once a day. What? Eat it once a Can you tell Mrs. Stern to eat it once? Tell what are they saying? <laughs> Just tell her to keep quiet while we try to tell you. I can't hear what they're saying. Oh, it's what the worst is game of tell. Is she eating anything else? Oh, I told you she wanted spaghetti. That was a 15 fucking minute conversation. <laughs> Don't send over too much spaghetti. The portions are too big. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, Ray. We're, but, but it's only we order from a restaurant that. What is she saying? <laughs> we order from a restaurant. Mrs. Stern? What? They said they <laughs> order from a restaurant. I know they do. Don't send a big portion. No, no, no. Tell her that we can't control the size of the... I can't hear. Send a small <laughs> portion. <laughs> oh. Tell my mother... What did... Tell my mother I want to blow my brains out. Tell her that. <laughs> Mrs. Stern, what did he say? He wants to blow his brains out. He wants to blow his brains aid. out. Don't blow your brains out. Don't tell the aide to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's terrible. I did the best I could. Let me tell you, I know you're in with that psychiatrist. <laughs> and you can tell him from me. I had no mother. I had no role models. Let me tell you. And believe me, you were loved. You were loved very much. And I did everything I could. To okay, Mom, I gotta go. <laughs> I did the best I could. That's all I can do. Mom, I can't hear you. Why, are you hard of hearing? No, I'm hanging from a <laughs> cliff. It's hard to hear the phone. Oh. Mom. Why? Tell the doctor, no more miracles. <laughs> I, I can't handle it. It's a miracle. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. I'm telling you. It's sad. And this is the problem in the country, Robin, as you have pointed out. People are living longer and there's no care. Do you, do you, well, you, we you, never you. really take account of what we're doing and say, okay, that's going to create this problem. What do we do when that happens? No, we just leave it to chance. Well, a healthcare worker called me and told me it was a blessing. Well, she wasn't there. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like seeing my parents suffer. Of course not. You wouldn't want to. Yeah. You wouldn't want to see a stranger suffer like this. Yeah. Uh, it inspired a conversation with Beth. I said, "You know, honey, I'm doing the math here. When you're my age, right? I'm going to be uh, well into my 80s. I might be close to 90." And I said, "You got to be prepared to put that uh, pillow over my head." Ah. She's not. Well, Go to the health food store. We learned yesterday. Yeah, whatever you got to do. Help you out. <laughs> I'm going to turn to you and say, listen. Don't go to the pillow. Right. My mother has such an influence on me because, uh, you know, I always figured if I got in that kind of condition, I would just, you know, I would cause my own demise. But mm -hmm. now my mother's like, I go, Mom, do you want to go? And she goes, I do want to go, but I want God to take me. It's a sin not to, uh, you know, so now I'm like, no, maybe you don't listen. And the 1% chance there is some sort of afterlife. Oh, here better... you go. Now you're going to start saying that. Well, well you know, well, you'll be dribbling and we'll have to say he's waiting for God to take him. <laughs> don't take me. <laughs> yeah, but it's painful. You know, see my dad like that, my mom. You know, I remember them, you know. Well, they, like, you know, it's it's like they've reverted to childhood. With, uh, yeah. They only want to eat one thing. That's what, yeah. you know, like, children do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just so sad. I said to Beth, I have two infants I'm taking care of. Two full-time babysitters, don't ask. Yeah. I said to Beth, listen. You got to start stocking up on low sodium egg drop soup right now. You got to get a recipe. <laughs> yeah, just make sure yeah. there's plenty of egg drop soup. Egg drop soup. Who the fuck is eating egg drop soup? So much. <laughs> the guy from the Chinese restaurant called me and said, you know, we were almost out of business, but do you put me back in with all the egg drop soup you're ordering? So we were going to take it off the menu, but not now. No way. You know, we should do a little bit of clean out the computer. We got a lot of material in the computer that we have not gotten to, and the guys keep insisting, you know, but between you and me. good material, yeah. Well, it is, but they also love getting on the air.
my guys who work for me, they are air whores. They love oh, it. Oh, I see. They, they thought this up on. as a way they of getting back up. on the air. Yeah. They always come up with the best bits for them to get back on the air. <laughs> they love being on the air. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Let me see what I got. Let's give the boys some air time. I got the, uh, oh, Fafa Fui with the Karens. He's always, that's how, yeah. I, that's how I get Gary to work. I, um, I give him air time. Restrict his air time and he will do some work. JD's got baseball blunders. Those are pretty He's also good. Mike, always on the panel. Mike Trainer lives to get on the air. Mike Trainer is a oh he's got the booby streamer retiring. This is pretty good actually. We should start with that. Guys, come on! I know you what? love being on the air, right, Mike? What you love you just it. Say oh. it. Was booby Can't keep streamer. me away, of course. Yeah, Mike. There he is. Mike loves it. Mike used to be on TV all the time. What was that TV show you were on? It was called World's Dumbest. It still airs. They uh, they don't have a I lot know. going on at True TV these days, so they still they still run it. <laughs> it was a horrible show, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> well, I watch it. I mean, look, it is for what it was. It was fun. I, it wasn't the Sopranos. wasn't trying to be, but uh, I I had fun working on it, and I kind of got some comedy writing chops there. Even if it wasn't the yeah. the best thing in the world, it got me where I am now in a way. So I can't hate go. it. But yeah, yeah. I, I try to watch out. it because you're, you're actually on, it. on the show. Yeah, he's, I'm on the, it. Uh, yeah. he's on. He's on. <laughs> it's it's a bunch on? of guys on there, and they all comment on what's on the news and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it was like dumb videos, and uh, Danny Bonaducci was on, and Todd right. Bridges and Leif Garrett. They were, they were my co-stars. Yeah. Wow. Um, like I was at the said. gym recently, and they had it on the TV, and I thought people would notice that I was like walking around. That no one cared. It's just it's kind <laughs> of background cares. content. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those shows. You go, hey, I'm finally on TV now. I guess I better be careful when I walk around in public. You know, people are going to hound me, and then you get on, and nobody even notices. I yeah, was I, like I, that for me. When I, I'll tell you, Mike, when I, I when I was working in Detroit on the radio, I was at such a shithole radio station. Nobody ever heard of me. I was on the fucking radio in Detroit, and no one knew my name. It was the worst thing in the world. I mean, I, I mean, this radio business, I thought at least I'd be famous. I'm the morning man on a 50,000-watt FM signal in Detroit, Michigan. And we were such losers. I'd go to parties. What do you do for a living? You know, you look at me. How does this guy make a living? You know, people were like, what the fuck? We've never seen anyone that looks like this. Stop it. I'm telling you. It must be in the circus. So, uh, <laughs> I go yeah, to this I, uh, part. I go. I go. I'm the morning man on uh, W four. Oh, is that station still around? I go. No, the station doesn't go away. You idiots! Is that station still around? I go. Yeah, and I'm the morning guy. You never heard of me? No, we listen. Listen to Riff the the Riff Morning Crew, Jimmy Johnson and uh, JJ or whatever the fuck they were. Why would people say that to you, by the way? Oh, that's because they didn't know. We don't, listen, we don't like you. We like the other station. No, they didn't even. They never heard me to go listen oh. to me. They, they they didn't even know the station. They thought they blew up the station like it was gone. It wasn't like they tried him out and then decided on something right. else. They never. Yeah, I, I would have been honored by that. That at least <laughs> gave me a chance. And the station was so cheap, they didn't have advertising or a commercial. But even still, I should have attracted a few people. But it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I know what it is, Mike. I feel your pain. I mean, what was the name of that show again? 
World's Dumbest. Yeah, so it's a dumb name. Yeah. Like people have watched it and they don't even know the name of it. Like you're on a thing, and then I have to explain what it is. The thing they've seen me in. Yeah, it's uh not great, but I, I do get recognized occasionally for it, and it'll, it'll be when I'm like not ready for it. Like I'm in a restaurant, and my kids are screaming, and like the waitress like is that is like asking me about my career. Like it's never when you really want to uh, wow. deal with it. I can't believe anyone recognizes you. For I know. I'm surprised. I'm like never expecting it. This isn't. We're talking like once every six months. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the kind of fame you can do without. Yeah, it's it's manageable. It's not not out of right. control for sure. It's not Johnny Depp. How'd you get that gig anyway? Uh, I had a friend who who worked on it, and I went to college with her, and she said, uh, you know, you should come in and try out. And they kind of just they they didn't know what they were doing, so they just brought me in. I'd never done anything. And uh, I wrote and wrote and wrote and prepared a, a lot of material, way more than they needed. And I think they liked that. So they started working me in. And that was kind of how I did it. I'll tell you a weird fact about our radio show. We hired three writers <laughs> who worked on World's Dumbest. We're like, yeah. we're like the World's Dumbest dumping ground. Like, we're, they, they're left out. We took in... Oh yeah, we also like, have someone in the video team from World's Dumbest. It's uh yeah, World's Dumbest. <laughs> I say yeah, I mean we're 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 like World's Dumbest Radio. I go I go is that really the best recruiting ground? World's <laughs> Dumbest? I mean, I I'm I stay out of these decisions, but uh I got to ask you. I say, you know, I I see these other guys are hired from Harvard. I, I, my 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 recruiting is uh, at World's Dumbest. <laughs> yeah, we treat it like it's the greatest True show TV. ever made. We, yeah, I mean, show, I go, what, what is world's dumbest our Harvard or what? I mean, that's embarrassing. It's the land breaking bad. Yeah, it ran for 15 seasons and we, we, it, right. you know, we cranked that's out a lot also of content. Bad, Mike. So, 15 yeah. seasons and I never heard of it. I, I, <laughs> yeah, but a season was one episode. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I don't know, it was like 15, 16 episodes a season. I look, I make no great claims to my career. I'm happy with what I've been able to pull off though. Uh, and I'm I thrilled to be here every day. I love you. It's still you, fun. Oh, yeah. I and you're, you. you're fun to work with. I love the meetings in the morning with you. It's, it's been great. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Can I say? I mean, uh, and I want to thank World's Dumbest for uh, training all my staff. <laughs> Speaking of World's Dumbest, JD, what are you doing here? What are you going to present? <laughs> I have these, <laughs> I have the baseball blunder things. A uh, bunch of announcers, baseball made some mess ups so that's my yeah. that's my oh, yeah idea. that's a good package jd put together Woo! a nice little package and uh thank you thank you i, I still think mike and and gary's always got the karens those are fun but uh <laughs> but uh mike's got a good one this this fucking mike how do you explain this shit it's <laughs> the title of this package is booby streamer retiring and uh this is it's hard to believe but there's this whole world out there of people who make big money who are streaming themselves playing video games. They use this right. thing called Twitch. It's a website and they post videos. It's actually a lot of people are, are posting the uh, Johnny Depp trial live on there now for some reason. Uh, but the, the top streamers, it's like a real business. They can make one, two million dollars a year. Some of that money comes from ads. A lot of it comes from people just giving them money. And it's not just guys doing this. Girls do this and often they do it while flaunting their tits. And this is called, this is their term for it, booby streamers. <laughs> this isn't our immature uh, term. It's, it's, their so it's term. chicks who have big tits and they yes. play games and then you watch their titties and then you watch them play a game. Yes. And it's a Got lot it. of, uh, you know, I imagine a lot of toxic, shitty men <laughs> or young men watching this stuff. Um, right. So one of the first booby streamers to hit it big 
uh, was someone who had the profile name Rainbow Kids. This woman had uh, 218,000 uh, Twitch followers and 11,000 YouTube subscribers. She claimed the biggest one-time donation was $2,500. This is a business wow. for her. And uh, back in 2016, we've been holding on to these clips for a while, uh, but it's, they're still good. She, she announced her retirement as a streamer. And, you know, we're barely aware that this exists. Meanwhile, she sounds like she's walking away from The Tonight Show. This is the biggest gig in the world. Wow. And it's the very serious announcement here. Yeah, well, listen, she had followers. All right, here is yeah. uh, Booby Streamer, streamer Rainbow Kids. Yes, it's spelled retiring weird. from. Why would she retire though? Well, okay, let me listen to the clip. Oh yeah, I am making this video with a purpose. I am uh, officially retiring as a booby streamer or a titty streamer, if you will. <laughs> um, to be honest, I'm just no longer happy with what I do. I don't have the energy to do it. I got to the point where I could no longer watch myself. Wow, very serious. So I mean, I think. She's, uh, it's a lot of negativity you deal with. A lot of these guys are not super nice to women. A lot, oh. right. a lot of video game fans aren't known for being great feminists. <laughs> so they don't uh, respect that, women. Yeah. So I think that's part of her reasoning for wanting to get out of it. But yeah, if playing video games with your tits out was easy, we'd all be doing it. It's, it's not an easy right. way to make a living. Um, right. and then in the next clip, she talks about how it just wasn't fun for her anymore. Okay. <laughs> I started getting really annoyed, you know, I, I would play ranked games on stream and I'd lose almost every single one because I was just so focused on the fact that my fucking straps on my stupid push-up bra were digging into my shoulders and I would look over at Chad and like every second comment is calling me a slut and a whore and um, it's just not fun for me anymore. Like none of that is fun. Wow. Yes. Awful. It's not a group that knows how to talk to women, really, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's why Fred quit blowing me. Uh, he said it wasn't fun anymore. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, because when I was younger, if I ever imagined Whoa. there'd be a place where somebody would show their boobies to me for free, <laughs> I would be nice to them. You know what I mean? I wouldn't call I them I know. Sluts. These guys are stupid. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we appreciate women because, you know, we had to jerk off to girdle ads in New York Times. If some woman, if I knew for free, would show me her titties, I would be grateful. I well, this is the thing I told you. I never understand about men. I've seen beautiful women walk by construction sites. And they're rude. And, and sometimes, you know, they might even smile at the construction workers and then they get cursed out. You know, <laughs> these guys kids today are stupid. Yelling, you're a slut. You're a whore. Why don't you suck mm -hmm. my dick? I mean, the woman just <laughs> smiled at you. <laughs> Yeah, this guys, is the they, online they, version of that, basically. And, you know, a lot of them online, think like, oh, they, they, bite, yeah. they bite the boobies that feed them. <laughs> <laughs> what they um, think, like, women aren't real fans of this stuff. They're just pretending. It's like, you, who would want this? Who would want to be friends well, with you why guys? Why would you watch? You know, like, oh, the boobies pulled you in and you, you're now angry? Yes. Are her titties yeah. out or is it just like in a bra? It's cleavage. She doesn't get fully nude. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So she reinforced the titty streaming days are over. She says she wants to move on and evolve like yourself as a streamer. Okay. I hope that people accept that uh, this is the change that I'm making. And I, and I hope that uh, my supporters will stay 
I understand if you don't want to stay, um, but if you do, that's fantastic. I've tried to do this twice before and it did not work. Uh, not because it probably, not because it wouldn't have worked, it's because I got really scared and retracted what I was trying to do. I just don't think that I'm the right person to be doing that style of stream anymore, and I want to move on and start evolving as a streamer, and um, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that I just need to tough it out. Spoiler alert, I know these guys. They won't stay. I hate to tell her, but uh Yeah, it's not going to work yeah, yeah. any better this time than it did the last time. So what, well, here's what happened. Something. Go ahead. Does she, in other words, when she announced retirement, she wasn't retiring from playing the game, but she wants to retire from keeping her shirt off when she plays the game. Is that it? Yes. She wants to try and get into other types of content, be an influencer. Um, yeah, something other than this. And she ended up changing her name from that Rainbow Kids thing. She uses her real name now, which is Anissa Joma. And she's, uh, you know, but her booby career was over. But then right. there's a twist because we've had these clips for so long. We decided to follow up and look and see what's up with her now. And a few years after this major announcement, not only is she back to booby streaming, but she has an OnlyFans account where she <laughs> posts nude pictures. So she went the oh, other way. Uh, with it. Okay. And this was also a major decision. She posted a video on her YouTube where she talked about this very serious decision to do this. All right, let me hear. I'm incredibly happy right now. I have financial freedom, you know, now. I now understand that I can do what I want online. And even if people get really upset about it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. And I've also learned that I've grown a lot as a human being, and I, I, I feel a lot more secure with myself. <laughs> All right, great. Now let's see your tits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, now show those boobs. She's like Jordan. Yeah. She came out and back in. Um, yeah, I, I don't mean to be negative, but I could have predicted this ending. You know, no one wants to watch her play video games in a jacket. You got to, you know, guys, this is guys. She's not that good. She kept saying yeah. when she was playing, she was losing every game. So, Mike, is it fair to say she got back on the showing her tits horse? And uh, exactly, you could say that. I mean, like the, the guys are probably just as nasty, but it still beats working at Target. You know, just yeah, uh, it made her there. financially free. She didn't do yeah. that by accident. Right. And you, by all means, go check her out. She's doing very well. She has two hundred thirty thousand Twitch followers and ninety five thousand YouTube subscribers. She claims to be making plenty, you know, enough to support herself and also her family. Uh, so you know, never underestimate the power of boobs. They are big boobs. There's a Is whole it fair thing to up. say her retirement lasted as long as Tom Brady's. <laughs> His was even shorter. Shorter, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hers was uh, pretty short, though. So I, she started out on Twitch, you know, a while ago. But nowadays on Twitch, they have to they had to make a whole new category called hot tubs, pools, and beaches. And that's where all it is, is, is girls in a hot tub or like an inflatable pool in a, in bikinis, just talking to people. <laughs> that's all they do. And they're in thongs too. It's crazy. Let me ask you something, JD. Should I get on Twitch? It sounds like something I'd be interested in. I, I mean, listen, there's some, there's some decent stuff on Twitch, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a whole, I could go on Twitch right now and there could be, there's probably like at least, 10 to 20 uh, women all over the world in a bikini uh, just like talking that. to people. You can get all over the world, Howard. And, and, Finally, and what, you're going to travel. Yeah. Is it live? Or, oh, or yeah. is it like, yeah? Some of it's live. Can you, live. Talk, yeah. to, do, can you yeah, talk to yeah. them? 
Yeah, yeah, you can talk to him. You can donate, and if you donate a certain amount of money, you can either have him do like some will do, like you know, if you if you send me uh, like twenty five dollars or whatever, uh, you can I'll do twenty five jumping jacks. Um, if you send a certain amount, I'll write my I'll write your Twitch handle on my body. Um, Let me ask you this, and I want a serious answer. Yes, have you ever tipped a woman on Twitch? I have not. I have not. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how to actually. What do you want? Uh, he would you... have. He just doesn't know. How. <laughs> yeah, how do you do that? Like, like, what do you do? You got to give. Your, I think you. Know. you I think. Well, Amazon, I guess, is linked to Twitch, and it's a whole thing because if you show, like, some people, some girls have gotten kicked off Twitch or suspended for a little bit because they show too much skin or whatever. Um, mm. Or talking, you know, like you, you're not allowed to talk about OnlyFans or, or stuff on there because uh, we want to keep it somewhat. I. Because it's a somewhat of a sexual nature or whatever, and Amazon does not like our Twitch. You know, it's a whole thing. Um, uh, did you get that, Howard? Amazon yeah, Twitch. Well, Amazon, Amazon is owned Twitch. by <laughs> Amazon <laughs> is owned by Twitch or Twitch is owned by Amazon, so they got to stay. It's it's like you know ABC and Disney. It's paid for uh, Jeff Bezos's rocket, all, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. What's this thing? Did he hand me a note? JD watches animals on Twitch. What is that? About? <laughs> I, I watch. I was watching when I first uh, started looking at Twitch a little bit. Uh, I found like these channels where you can watch. Uh, they have these uh, people have um, uh, cameras put out in their backyard, and you can watch like deer come up. They have like little things of food, and deer How long come do you up. Have to wait till a deer comes. Up? Like I've you watched have... some of these. Uh, I used to watch. Uh, these like eagles and shit on a they had a camera on their nest yeah you have to wait a long time before something cool happens yeah that 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 novelty wore off uh pretty fast and then uh you know i watch a bunch of random things i watch uh i watch uh, i I just found a sumo wrestling a a sumo uh a channel that will show live sumo wrestling at night whenever that's going on so i've been watching that's that's what i've been watching that's why i've been watching on it do you bet on Sumo? No, I, well, for, it's it's a Japanese feed or whatever it is. You can't, you don't know what the hell's going on. You just you watch. You right? just literally <laughs> just watching two guys slam into each other. That's all I watch. Um, so yeah, Man. I watch a bunch of different things on there. Man, but, good for uh, you, JD. Card breaks, Go, JD. What do you watch? Card, card breaks. breaks. Oh, card breaks. People opening yeah. up their cards that they bought, baseball cards. Yeah. 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 How old are you again? <laughs> 42 it's so, dude it's so fucking i feel so stupid sometimes because they're like young people obviously and there's young people typing into chat and like they have this whole their language like all they say is pog they, they say pog all the time i don't know what the hell pog is uh, so. what does it mean pog i don't know it's uh, it's it something pog? like you know like, is put it, pog is in the chat you know i don't know is it p-a-w-g p-o-p-o-g p-o-g oh. i believe um, Pog. No, these people have their own language. I don't know what the hell they're saying half the time. It seems it sadder than movie like, streaming, um... as far as a thing to watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, to tell you, you think he'd watched enough? He has to watch so much television for us and other things. First of all, well, he, he's got that's his job. I do want him watching all this shit, but uh, but but oh, you know, the is, stuff Jay, that yeah. he's watching sometimes is not worthwhile. It's nice that well, he so, knows this, but he doesn't even have the energy to go find out what Pog is. So he's not really what that is. I got the information. Would you like to hear it? Pog. It's P. uh, (laughs) Is this for real, guys? P-A-W-G. Fat ass white girl. 
Oh, that's porn. That's a porn thing. That's not on the Twitch. He knows about those. I know about that, too. (laughs) Oh, okay. Here you go. Pog on Twitch means play of the game. Whatever the fuck that means. Play of the game. (laughs) Yeah, see, I don't even know if that... Because half the time I'm watching something, it's they're doing stuff... uh, They're not even playing a game. They're just reacting or, you know... I was watching uh, this group. This group of guys uh, that I watched, they went to Korea, and they were walking around Korea. Uh, What were they doing? They were just going around the clubs uh, or just walking around the streets, and you just see how it is to walk around the streets of Korea. And, uh, yeah, it's Pog, crazy. Pog is said after something incredible. It's All epic right, well, or they, cool. If something cool they, happens, you should write Pog. Okay. All right. That now JD sense. can participate. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Now you can Pog. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe I'll get on that. <laughs> Lie. You know, I just of... love how humans spend all their time doing things like this instead of improving the world. <laughs> you think everything is going okay with what how people spend their time. I oh, heard everybody... about the. I'm not a big baseball guy. I heard about your team, the Reds, during last place. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not doing well. They, they they freaking. First of all, every team in the in in Major League Baseball has double digit wins. The Reds have nine wins. Uh, they they no hit a team on Sunday and still lost. How's that possible? Uh, well, the guy. They Wait a second. Let me let me ask you a question about that. Yeah, you're saying the Reds threw a no hitter and they lost yes. the game. How's yes. that possible? <laughs> what what the fuck are you talking about? So they walked a couple guys on base. A guy ended up on third base eventually, and uh, a hitter hit a fielder's choice. He hit into a fielder's choice. It wasn't an actual hit because uh, he got out, and the, that's when the run scored. And uh, and they yeah. lost. And they lost. And the guy threw a no hitter. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's bad luck. Oh yes, it is. Nine yes, and twenty six is. is their record. And conversely, yeah. believe it or not, the Yankees are twenty six and nine. Yeah, yeah, wow. Mm, about time. So, uh, JD's on Twitch. All right. So there's the package. That's, uh, there's booby package. streaming and a woman retiring from booby streaming. That was pretty good, Mike. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, we, uh it was see. like a, an arc. We saw the whole story. Yes. And, yeah. and thank goodness JD was here to add some perspective. <laughs> as a, as oh, you know, I'm following Twitch these days. So, mm-hmm. yeah. He's on the Twitch. He's got a lot of time because he doesn't work out. So <laughs> that's true. Yep. I'm watching. Uh, you know, there's a there's a game show that I watch called Schooled. That's it's not on right now, but they do that. It's a bunch of streamers doing uh, whatever the game. Show. Thank you for that. What are you All talking right. about? So the recommendation. I'll check it out. I know. You know what's funny yeah. about you? You like you you start a topic and then you give up halfway. I know. Through. I yep. know. I just I because I can sense everyone's disinterest as soon as I say it, and then I just well, lose you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Like just, I have enough. I have enough sense. All right. There's I'll, just I'll endless bite. good TV shows and movies, and you're watching card breaks and people oh, saying yeah. and exactly. <laughs> Hey, I, I'm no better. I get on uh, YouTube. I'm watching women writing in their journals and what they write about. Look, uh, I oh. thought about you last night because I said he watches these awful, awful movies. And here's this great movie called Nightmare Alley. And you that haven't good. even seen it. It is good. I haven't seen that. It's Guillermo del Toro's uh, latest movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah hey, Brad- Bradley Cooper actually shows his penis a little bit. <laughs> no Bradley shit. Cooper's I was shocked. He does a great job. What's it it's look got a like? fantastic cast. Well, is it's in the he's sitting in a bath so it's underwater so you don't get like uh 
for the, you know, get a good view of it. Did but, you pause it, JD? I did not pause it. I did not pause. <laughs> Why it. not though? You should take a good look. That's a famous yeah, penis. Because it's wave. You know, even if you did pause it, it's still like still messed up from the water. And you and see stuff. some like legitimate legitimate cock? Because I know, like when I'm in a bathtub, you barely see anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you saw see a lot of hair floating around. A woman's hand is going up to it, so she grabs wow. it. Yeah. All right. There you go. No wonder Robin yeah. likes that. <laughs> but yes, it's good. So, um, oh, look at this. One of the top Twitch. See, I wouldn't watch this. One of the top Twitch streams currently is a live. Uh, it's a live feed of just a hot woman sleeping. You yeah. watch that? <laughs> no. Yes. No, but I, I've seen that. I see that. Yeah. What do they do? Like they They just in sleep bra? and have people tip them while they're while they're asleep or whatever. You know. That's do you amazing. Think do you think they're really sleeping or are they just pretending they're asleep? I, listen, I don't watch enough, I don't watch that enough to guess, but I'm I'm assuming it's live. I I can't imagine why you why you just want to lay there. <laughs> and you got to be, be really hot to get dudes to pay to watch you. Sleep. Are they naked or are they in clothes? No. no, you can't be naked on Twitch. Oh, I see. Although you, they're damn near close. I mean, a lot of these women in the in the hot tub streams are just are like in thongs and like bending over and stuff. It's crazy. <laughs> It's like the how loneliest is, people uh, in the world. <laughs> in your opinion, how big is watching? How big is Bradley Cooper's? How big is Bradley Cooper's cock when you saw it in the bathtub? Could you tell? Like, I mean, give me a guesstimate. Uh, I mean, it was like a couple. I mean, it was flaccid. It was probably a couple inches. You know, nice. you could do. It had some. It had some form. So you Would could you say see. it's big. Does it look like it could get big? Uh, sure. Sure, you see it get big. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> like it's not like old Robin, like great. some guys, you know. Great, Bradley Cooper has a big cra- a cock. Great, yeah, hope he's time. listening. <laughs> well, there you go. Imagine yeah. that—a whole show of a hot girl laying there sleeping. It's crazy. You know what, Gary? You were ahead of your time. You sleep for work too. <laughs> so he shows up, he goes to sleep, and we pay him. <laughs> See, you know, Howard, it's there, not unheard of to get paid for sleeping. Listen, wasn't this, there Derek, like? 44,000 people watching this woman sleep. 44,000. Wasn't a lot. there like an Andy Warhol movie? Didn't yep. you do this? Like, yeah. It was like 15 hours long. You go to the theater and watch a woman sleep or something like no, that. No, you watch the fly on the woman moving around oh, her body. <laughs> something like that. I, I don't remember. But it was a, there was a movie where a woman would be drugged. And then people yeah. would come into the room and do things to her or change her oh. clothes or do something. That ain't a movie. That's called evidence. <laughs> you kidding me? You can't do that. What uh, you want, Will? No, I'm, I'm watching this woman sleep right now. She's like in sweatpants. She got socks on, a tank top. You can't really see anything because she's like sleeping on her stomach. There's like uh. a box of tissues on her bed. It's kind of gross. I don't know. But how many people are watching, Will? 44,000. It's crazy. Wow. And then there's like a, a, a live chat going on on the side, but I don't really understand anything they're writing. <laughs> Too old. Is she hot? <laughs> I mean, I guess, like you said, I yeah. can't really see her face at all. She's got her arm Let over me see. her face. Um, are you tipping her? I would have to put it up. I'm not tipping her. <laughs> that that might, might wake her up. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you show, can you put that up or you can't? I guess you uh, they're they're trying to get it right now. Mm. Put it up here. Yeah, it's probably stupid anyway. Probably <laughs> a lot of hassle for not a lot. It, of it's stupid, but it's yeah, it's it. worth just being like, what is this all about? 
I think this wow. girl, if it's if it's amaranth, she also sells farts. That's her amaranth. Yeah. yeah, she's how much she's for a fart? She's very popular. Oh gosh, I'd have to look it up. It was for a lot. I think. Just be the most interesting person on earth. People want to see her sleep. They want to fart. Everything about her is monetized. Amaranth. You think about forty four thousand people. That's like City Field packed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're all watching her sleep. <laughs> that's the reality, yeah, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, some of these guys that just, I mean, a lot of the people I watch are, they just sit at their computers and just fuck around and watch. Uh, I mean, one guy I watch who usually does World of Warcraft, but he's been doing the Johnny Depp trial. Uh, he just sits there and watches the trial all day and just commentates during it. And he has like 65,000 people watching him at a, at a time. Comments, comments, yeah. not commentates. He commentates, what? Howard. Stop. <laughs> Howard, I have the uh, video. I can share it with you if you, uh, you want it. Yeah, go ahead. You know, let me see this woman sleeping. Kind of curious. Yep. You didn't quite describe it right. It leggings, not sweatpants. <laughs> she's got a nice ass. I'll give her that. Whatever. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, she's she's very she's usually in a bikini and doing a hot tub stream uh, most of the day, I believe. Oh, um, she'll be waking up at nine a.m. Central Time. Well, there you go. She should be in like panties or something. I mean, if I can yeah, produce, you, you can't. You she she I've she's gotten like in enough panties. trouble with certain things that uh, she's got to play it cool. She can't I be. See. She's gotten suspended a lot from. I can't believe you, you watch so much of this. You know everybody's suspensions and stuff. I, I mean, yeah. I just I yeah. I'm in the Twitch. I'm I'm not like in a full Twitch universe, but in a certain. <laughs> Circle, yes, I know a lot of people. Look what it uh, says on the screen. Alarm set to 9 a.m. She's going to get up yeah, in a Yeah, I just hour. said that. Oh, it's exciting. She's about to wake up. It's not 9 a.m. She's 9 a.m. Central Time, so she's right. going to wake up. A lot, a lot of these streamers are in Austin. Eight hours. Austin, Texas. <laughs> a lot of the comments are, are like, what loser would watch streamers? this? Like, You're watching it. They're <laughs> yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't moved. I think she's dead. <laughs> we'll see at nine if she gets up yeah you see that box where she's asking for five bucks what is that about jd i mean yeah it's usually uh tip me this much and uh you know it'll do a certain thing uh she'll sleep more uh, she, yeah she'll sleep more i mean <laughs> yeah, if she's on a past her alarm <laughs> if she's on a uh if she's on if she's in a hot tub thing it's uh you know tip so much i'll write your name on my a part of my body or write it on whatever you know. So a lot she of does it all. She does the uh, the hot tub. She does the sleeping. She's on ASMR stuff that I've seen. Um, yeah, she's she's definitely one of the more popular uh, female Twitchers, Twitch streamers. Hey, Pamela, you're on the air in New York. Hey, how are you? Um, I, I wanted to know if you wanted to play a little game. Um, both Sal and Oprah are spiritual gurus, as you know. So I want to know if you can figure out who said it. Okay, I'll play. Or Sal say it. Anybody want to play me? I like I'll, this. I'll, I'll play. play. I'll play. Yeah. Okay, we'll good. play. Well, we Go ahead, to wake up. Give us the first one. <laughs> okay. Um, I trust in the ebb and flow of the universe. I trust in the ebb and flow of the universe. I'm going with Oprah on that. I'm, I'll um, just take the other else? side of that. I'll save Sal. I think it's Sal. Yeah, I'm going Sal. I'm going to go with Oprah. Really? Just to kiss ass. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. All right. Two Oprahs and three Sal's. What is the answer? Oprah. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? what? I have an advantage (laughs) because I watch, I follow Oprah on, uh, on, uh, which, the way do I follow her? I I follow her on uh, Instagram. Yeah. She was all fucking jacked up the other day, Oprah. She was all excited. What was she jacked up about? One of her famous friends wrote a book and she was Viola Davis. Yeah. Viola Davis. Uh, You saw that one? I, I I know that, and yeah, there's a Netflix special that she did with Viola, too. Hey, everyone, Viola Davis has written oh. a book. Viola Davis yeah. is the, her book is the Oprah Book Club of the Month. Uh, Oprah Book choice. Club of the Month. <laughs> My wife says to me the other night, you love Oprah. I go, I think I do. I've <laughs> I been telling you that for years, because you could not have been with her this long. She drives me still crazy. with her. She oh has a she God. has a she has a crazy move. I saw this a couple of months ago where she just goes she's she's out in her backyard and she goes I'm having a little party for a few friends and she turns around and there's like 300 tables, tents, horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I mean it's it's like we're happy that Oprah has all this money and everything. It's like she's almost like a um cult leader. Oh yeah. That's why I think that she and Sal have so much in common because Sal could probably have a following based on the things that they oh, both I don't have. think so. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's you got to have another. Uh, <laughs> quite a yeah, we're slowing down the game. Go ahead. Yeah. I have more. Yeah. Okay. Ready? All right. Everything has a path. Everyone has to go through things. There's good, there's bad, and we're right in the middle of it. All right. I'm going to say that's Sal. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds idiotic. Stream of consciousness, <laughs> Sal, yeah. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It's Sal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if we could watch Oprah sleep. I would pay to see that on Twitter. <laughs> Look at this. Some reports say the sleeping streamer, Amaranth, makes more than $1 million a month online. Jesus. Um, whoa, you said a month. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think I'll she has OnlyFans. I think she has an OnlyFans too, uh, and other like what? whatever these other sites. Uh, Can you imagine? There's a guy. Money. There's a guy in the NFL getting hit in the head for like a quarter of that money. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's crazy about it is if Pamela Anderson back in the day, at the height mm. of her beauty, if she had just had this opportunity to go on these streaming services, she yeah. would have made twenty million dollars a month. You know. They never could figure out how to make money with that girl. There wasn't the technology. And I'm, no. I'm, look at what's driving technology. All of these new innovations are so people can sleep <laughs> and get paid for it. Any more game or are we done? Yeah. Oh no, I got more. Are you ready? Okay. Dogs are my, dogs are my favorite role models. I want to play like a dog. I want to love like a dog. Oprah. I, I no. know that Sal said that. Sal. Yeah, Sal said that. Oprah. Sal, I think. You ready? Yep. Go ahead. Oprah. What? Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, you guys, yes. <laughs> you guys, you guys are amateurs. You're playing with a professional. <laughs> I know. Oprah said, Watch Oprah. What I don't know what said was, said. Sal said, I think the whole world should be like dogs. They're so loving. They're not judgmental. So yeah. they say the same things, these two. They'd be funny. They say it. But you can tell when it's Oprah. I have a PhD in Oprah. In fact, mm-hmm. hey, I, I tell you what, Pamela, I got something here. Let me uh, contribute. All right. As long as we're talking about Sal, here's Sal 
on the afterlife and hypnotism because you know I love Sal. And I got a I got a little package here of uh, his views on spirituality. You'll like this. Okay. Plays right um, into this. He's getting to the point that he has an answer for everything. In fact, Pamela, you can add these quotes to your list. Um, so Sal said he became spiritual in 2018. And the reason I'm thinking about this, this was after his dog Cinnamon died. Okay. Uh, so ever since the dog died, he's been on a journey of self-improvement, Sal. <laughs> he meditates, he reads, he, um, he, he reads books. doctors. Yeah, he, he reads books about the afterlife. He watches TikTok videos on spirituality. Yeah, when did the doctor thing happen? Wasn't that during this time? <laughs> yeah, well. But Sal says most of his information comes from his own mind. These are all original thoughts. Boy. So, all right. Listen to the confidence Sal has built up. He knows there's an afterlife, and he can present information about the afterlife very easily so here you go get your pen out pamela you might want to write these down oh i am yeah i'm ready we all have the ability to speak with spirits the only difference between me and you is that i decide to do it all you have to do is open yourself up to it and you can do it it's just that simple. Some people say, well, I don't believe, or some people say, I do believe. I'm neither. I know. I know the same way this hand right now, I have five fingers on my hand. I know that there's an afterlife, and I know that I can communicate with it. And I know that the universe listens. When you ask the universe, you will receive answers. What an idiot. <laughs> Sal, does this spirit sound like you? Um... No, it's just, it's 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 very hard to explain, Rob, and you have to be spiritual to understand it. <laughs> I guess. Oh, we're the stupid ones. No, no, you're not stupid. Describe the sound of the spirit. There's no sound; it's just a feeling, just like your imagination, Robin. You know, when you're thinking to yourself, sometimes when you, th it's the same process. So, the same way you would think to yourself. You know what you're like, Sal. You're like a, a confused Confucius. Like you're like uh, all over the place. With your He's religion. confusion. Sal, can you give yeah, me an example? You've heard of Confucius. Of you you're confusion. <laughs> can, can you give me an example of when you? Yes, it's just a thought. With the so no, with the afterlife. Who like who have you communicated just, with in the afterlife? It's just an embodiment of love and energy that you communicate with. You know That's what drives what me? The, so you don't. You know hear, there's no knowledge being passed on. To oh, there is, is knowledge. Uh -huh. Yeah, there is. Anything that you're curious about, Robin, if you sit down and you meditate and you ask the embodiment of love for answers, you'll, you will receive them as thoughts. They will come so to you as thoughts. What answers have you received? Well, it's, it's it just how to, how to be a better person, how to be more giving, how to be kinder, how to not judge people, how to have empathy and sympathy and compassion for people. Because Wait, when did you, you ever that, notice that, like, you never get a word from these spirits that you don't know, like, even a language, <laughs> like a, like something like where you'd have to go, surprise. <laughs> something where you'd have to go to the thesaurus to figure out what they're talking about? Do you ever notice that? Well, I don't seek that, and neither would you, Howard. Oh, I see. <laughs> How do you know what Howard would seek? Howard Howard seeks happiness. And that that's what he wants. I don't so think maybe Howard seeks happiness. He certainly isn't getting it. Why aren't they answering? <laughs> I don't know. Sal talks in like uh, fortune cookies now. Howard <laughs> seeks happiness. You ranch here. Um, you know what the worst part is? <laughs>
What? The voice Sal puts on when he starts talking about spirituality. He gets into this flat kind of monotone. It's the same as the apology voice. Yeah. He gets into a very serious and it's a meditative. Serious Sal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, here. I think. Oh, go ahead. Sal believes that once you're dead, your soul can remain in heaven or it can be reincarnated and return to earth to reach a higher level of enlightenment. Here's his explanation on how heaven works in case any of you were confused about heaven <laughs> now you'll know let's say, let's just say let's just say there's 10 floors i might be on the third floor and i want to eventually get to the 10th floor which is the highest level of light i'm on the third floor and i'm like okay you could stay at the third floor or you can continue to you know to enlighten yourself and then i'd say i would if i wanted to enlighten myself even more i'm like okay well i'm going to go back to earth and hopefully when i come, return back to heaven i'll be at a higher level Wow, your your options. Really wait a minute, wait a minute. What did he just say? He goes back to Earth, and then when he goes back to heaven, he's on a higher floor. Uh, yes. No. It's... So uh, what Sounds I was trying a lot to say like is, Oprah to me. your options really open up once you die. In other words, you pick a floor. And you look at the floors. You... Look at look at each floor as a medal. For example, uh, let's say you you're in a race and you come in third. You go back. We use Earth as the analogy. You go back and practice. Earth would be the practice, the field where you practice. Then you go back and you earn a bronze medal, and then eventually a gold medal. And that you earn these medals, or we call them, let's say, levels of, in heaven, by your good deeds on Earth. Where Does that you, make more sense? Where no. would you say you are right? Now? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm fairly low. I'll I'll, I'll admit that. Hold on a second, Sal. I want to get back to you, but I have to open this door. Sure. Oh, it's uh, Mr. Gary Busey, very famous ah. actor and brain injury survivor. Uh, Mr. Busey, <laughs> what do you want to say? At least he has an excuse, yeah. Oh, fuck uh, you, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> what you do not Mr. understand, this gentleman you speak to this morning is a complete genius. He has a 100% true understanding of the other side. There are 10 <laughs> floors we have access to. And after my motorcycle accident, when they scooped one-fifth of my brain out with an ice cream scooper, I went to the 11th floor, and I saw the demons, and I saw the angels. They explained the deeper meanings to me, the everythingness, the nothing. Do you understand me? Do Mr. You understand? Busey, you yeah. are a great actor. I love you in so many movies. Of course, uh, your breakout movie that that you were uh, won an Oscar for was uh, well, you know, Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue. What the fuck was that? Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly story, right, Mr. Boosie? I was chosen by the spiritual orb of William Hart and Holly to play him in the movie. I spoke to his spirit for over 40 years. He leaves me dimes on the sidewalk. He taught me that art <laughs> is above all real truth. A-R-T. And this gentleman you have on has full access. I must ask, sir, how much of your brain was removed to have this access to the other side? None. Sal, you got a fan in Gary Busey. <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Busey, do you agree with Sal? Wait that a minute. Heaven I have is to like... stop one say, thing. He said A-R-T is yes. above all truth that's a -A -T. is above real truth <laughs> above real truth robin i'm uh, mr oh, Busey. Me. yes do you agree with sal that heaven has different floors and you get to different levels like when you take a karate class you get different belts <laughs> like a macy's there's different floors it's like eagle yeah. scouts you get awards oh it's, so like scientology's theton levels 
When you right. enter different floors, you understand that your foresight becomes a nimble vagrant to the imaginary vagueness that you are lost in. Your soul is the size of a pea. You are surrounded by the light orbs. Sal understands this because Sal is showing all love. S A L. S A L is showing all love. Yes, yes. Sal, so you agree with Mr. Busey, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, Mr. Busey brought up dimes. Howard, I swear on my children. I swear on my life. My, my house burned down yesterday. I didn't find not one, not two, but I found three dimes yesterday. And what did that wow. signify to you? Who do you think that signified to me that probably my guardian angels, my spirit guides, the embodiment of love that I communicate with knew that this moment probably today would happen and this validates it. Yes, they did. Because dime is D-I-M-E, demonstrating important mystical energy. Here are my dimes. <laughs> I've collected the dimes. Listen to that. Listen to my dimes. Uh, Mr. Busey, how many dimes did you find yesterday? I found 709,400 dimes because the dimes are spirits and the spirit is seeing people in real interdimensional truth. Just like Sal understands. You right. understand me? All right. Well, thank you. you. I want to tickle you till you peace out. <laughs> uh, I want to burn you with my cigar. I'm going to burn your neck, Sal. And then we're going to be together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. All right. There he is. What if the spirit to send something a little bigger than a dime so it can stop that would, working? I agree, Robin. If you found three <laughs> dimes in your house, doesn't mean you previously just lost three dimes. Isn't that all that means? I found three Sound dimes claims. at a lick at a liquor store. Oh, okay. <laughs> where, oh, where people ever... are very conscious about where they are putting <laughs> right. their money. Yeah. Um, Pamela, get your pen out. Sal here claims we are reincarnated with the same group of souls. She refers to them as soul circles. He says we learn to you better mean I've ourselves. You've been with you characters before. <laughs> yeah, <That's> sorry. Right. <laughs> Here's Sal on Soul Circle. Let's say you and I and John right now were souls. We were soulmates. I'd say, all right, John, I'm going to come back as a lady, and you're going to come back as an abusive husband. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take on the pain of an abusive husband to recognize how terrible that is to women. You know, I'm going to feel that pain. And maybe with that, I will better myself by helping other women. And you will wow. be an abusive husband. And then maybe you will realize your actions it's and you'll become a better thing person. Heard. Or you may not. But your intent is always to better yourself. Sal, you, you realize what's going on here. You're, you're obviously a, a, a childlike a human being who's completely afraid of death. And you've created a Bubba Mainza, which is Italian <laughs> for a made-up story. <laughs> And, uh, you, 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 and this gives all you of comfort. life is something he hates, school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't argue with you both. This, this is how religion starts, though, hear right? An Oprah? <laughs> Do you want to hear an Oprah quote? Go ahead. Sure. Okay, you ready? That miraculous soul has been speaking your entire life. I'm telling you, they're interchangeable. Well, I'll tell What's you something else about Sal. Sal also collects feathers he finds, big white feathers. He says they are a sign from angels. So how many feathers do you have? I probably have about six feathers right now. Wow. And how many dimes? Seriously. I would say, Howard, I, I think I'm up to uh, uh, at least 100 dimes. Wow. Where do you keep yeah. these so, dimes? I have a dime jar in my room upstairs. 
Okay. So, Sal, what I'm saying to you in all seriousness, because I love you. <laughs> well, you know what this is? It's childish, magical thinking. And, it, 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 I mean, it gets you through the day. I get it. But I'm just pointing out what it is. This is what a young child or someone with a low IQ would do. You need magic in your life so that you can cope with the unexplainable. You don't know. I, I, I disagree with you. I think that it's the complete There's opposite. Of, you have a fear of death. Of course I do, but I don't make up stories about it. I know I don't know. You have magical thinking. That's what it's called. It's a, it's a psychological term. If you know, you Sal so, lives on I a very simple level. Uh, I was in, I think it was Guatemala. And we talked to these women who had all become midwives. They were, you know, native women. And each of them had a mystical story about their calling to become midwives and when their husbands refused them something terrible happened to their husband like it gave them a story it gave right. them a purpose and they were anointed by god to be yeah but robin uh, i don't believe the, that this midwives robin you're exactly right sal's had a sal's had a miserable life I mean, miserable. Yeah. Starting out at a young age, father was hitting him over the head with loaves of bread. <laughs> uh, family was in turmoil. I mean, he's had just the worst. And then as an adult, he was a fucking stockbroker. I, don't ask what was going on with this guy. I'm and just now, imagining... well, he's he he now has, you know, you know, <laughs> the guy lives on Long Island where nothing mystical happens. It's a flat <laughs> fucking piece of it's, land. It's actually not mystical to wind up in Long Island. Right. Yeah. It ain't like he's living in Tahiti, you know what I mean? <laughs> and and uh, he's created a life for himself in his head that is so exciting because he's really stuck in the house with a wife who's had it with him. <laughs> and and it's 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 miserable and and uh and listen this gives him somehow yeah, he's to got do. a reason Howard, he, for it all now he these, right. are, these are the trials he came here to Howard, examine let, let uh, a few weeks ago i power washed my deck so i look at christina and say hey i'm power washing my deck what do i get for this she goes a clean deck <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, here's a guy, you know, he has to beg for uh, to, to get laid and he's no. married. Uh, stop. Yes. It. No. So, so Sal has turned Long Island into Fantasy Island where <laughs> anything can happen in his head. And that's where we're at. That's where, you yeah. know, and I love the guy. Okay. I yeah, feel it gives for him, him a you know, story that makes this all worth going through. This is what simpletons do. And there's nothing wrong with being simple. No, I disagree, Howard. This is just another facet in my life where you I'm disagree getting in touch. that it's fun being simple. <laughs> it's not you, 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 you consider it simple. This is just another facet in my life um, where I'm discovering myself to try to improve myself as, as a human being. But and now Sal brought up a controversial theory on miscarriages. Here is Sal's okay. reason for miscarriages and. For those of you looking well, for answers, you're going to get one now. Some people have theorized, you know, and this is not my belief. Miscarriages are sometimes souls saying, you know what, I want out. Because they're aware of, you know, earth is difficult. Heaven is peaceful and easier. I've heard people say that they believe miscarriages could be the soul saying, I, I changed my mind. 
So Britney Spears, down. she just had a miscarriage. Do you yeah. think that the kid took a look at what was going on and said, listen, I don't know. I didn't was bargaining you for know, this. Howard, I could, never, I could never say that for anyone or anything. I'm just telling you about right. if, if you understand what I what I've read and what people have theorized about what he's read. Yeah. But he's red. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. comprehension is so high. <laughs> Good yeah. catch, Pamela. But what he's red. You where did it. you read? Where, where did you read starting, that? Stuff? I'm actually starting a new list of words that he uses: theorized, embodiment, facet. I'm going to see if he can actually tell me what the definition is. So I'm working Pamela, on that for my next list. Pamela, isn't it just like a man to say? Um, you hear that, ladies? A miscarriage is your baby rejecting you. Well, Howard, if let's say, for example, you wanted to go uh, on a roller coaster and right. um, let's say ha ha everything you're having the greatest time at this amusement park and you, you want to go on this roller coaster, but you're really, really scared. And, and it second, gives you a miscarriage. And the second you sit, the second you sit in the, in, the, in the car, you panic and you get out. And that's what would some people have theorized, Pamela, uh, that that's sometimes theorized. The, the the soul is simply saying, "Hey, I'm, Pamela, I'm I like not, you. Did ready. you, uh, Pamela? Did you ever work at World's Dumbest? I might have to hire you." <laughs> She's doing exactly what Sally used to do for Gary: call in with some yeah. whole agenda to fuck with him. Yeah, it's so great. She's not fucking with me. I I am. I, I like what all. Pamela's doing. Yeah, she's great. Sal said. Um, well, I mean, I don't know how much more you want to hear of this. That's I, I, you know, I'm fascinated <laughs> by I everything. Think that's good. That's good. Let's move Sal on. Sal thinks. Right. I, I don't know if it hurts when he thinks, but right. I need to I'll hear I'll give you more thought. Sal. <laughs> Here, in addition to his vast knowledge of the afterlife, Pamela, Sal claims he can communicate with his guardian angels while under hypnosis. Back in February, we had our good friend Scott Schmieren, the hypnotist, hypnotize yeah. Sal to make predictions about the Super Bowl. Sal oh, got nearly yeah. every prediction wrong with yep. his spirit guides. What happened there? Jinx well, the Bengals. That's what he did. <laughs> Sal made several other predictions and revelations during that hypnotism session that I think are worth listening to right now, as oh. long as we're all together. Sal uh, said his primary guardian angel is his grandpa, Sal. Everyone in his yes. family is named Sal, as you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, the same grandfather, Sal, used to help. Uh, well, Sal used to help his grandfather urinate. If you remember that, he'd hold his penis for yeah. his grandfather. Um, so Scott Schmieren asked if Grandpa Sal had any regrets about making Sal handle his penis. And according to Sal, this was Grandpa Sal's response. I hope you're following all of this. Does here your again. grandfather regret having you hold on to his penis? He says no, and he's sorry that it embarrassed me, but he's very grateful that I did it. Okay. And that is a good deed that will help elevate me. Elevate you to what? That's Top how you penis get into toucher? heaven, a higher floor? <laughs> Holding your grandpa's deed, penis? Holding Smaller your grandfather's big. penis. <laughs> yeah. I missed that one. Here's some predictions Sal penis made. touchers. Here is Sal making predictions under hypnosis. Uh, several quick ones. Will Howard get COVID? No. Will Ronnie and Stephanie get married? No. No? Mm. No. Who is the next like woman that Pete Davidson no. is going to date? That's funny. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. Believe it or not, Pete Davidson is going to remain with Kim Kardashian and marry her. Wow. There you go. There you go. Wow. Our yeah. celebrity psychic now. Yeah. Yeah. I sound like I was taking a shit. I don't even recall that. <laughs> you, were so under, you were so deep and involved with your soul. Yes, Pamela, I was. <laughs> 
Sal's guardian angels also told him that Ralph was 100% gay. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, you kind of don't need an angel for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Will Sal leave us because he has to follow his spiritual pursuits? No, this is all. This is part of it. Right now, what we're experiencing right now, these moments, that, that's all that matters. It's just the opposite, Robin. All right, I just asked the question. Well, so, do you, do you see this spirit? So, do you see this as like, do you see this as like, you don't care how much crap we give you, you're getting the word out to people? No, no, I'm not a preacher. I don't judge. I've been asked these questions, Gary. I don't. I don't present them. And if somebody hates God or somebody believes in the devil, then that's their right too. Like the first thing I do, I don't judge anyone. I just wish the best for everyone. When you're jerking off on a hat, <laughs> yeah, what is that? Is that going to get that you is on a provide- higher floor? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I probably did, w- would. Um, that's providing entertainment, after happiness, joy. We uh, asked Sal to ask to his guardian level. angels if he had any more siblings that he didn't know about, and here was his surprising answer. How many other siblings do you have that you're not aware of? Two. Two others. One Spanish. Two, one Spanish? Uh, yeah. Men? Women? It's a woman. One's you a Spanish a woman. Evelyn, maybe? Some of the knee. She's got Evelyn? brown hair. Hazel eyes. Where is she? Dark complexion. Wow. She's on Long Island. She has no idea. She has no idea that you're her brother and that your dad's her father? No. By the way, I got to give you a note on that. Sal's been watching a ton of Spanish porn recently, <laughs> and he's completely uh, obsessed. So that's where Evelyn that's is not from. a very Spanish-sounding name. That's Sometimes true, too. Also, Spanish, Spanish suggests that they're from Spain. You do know that it's Hispanic or Latino. Like, In other words, you know that Spanish means from Spain when you're saying that? The or are you spirits just saying that don't know that. Spanish? No. Oh, they thank don't you. know that. Thank, oh, okay. you, pro- thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Professor Pamela. <laughs> spirits aren't woke. You're welcome. Sal, what are you I'm doing? Picking your nose? Yeah. <laughs> Something was on the edge of my nose. I wasn't picking. No, you had a thumb and a forefinger, I saw. Oh, did I? Yeah, that lowered you at least we'll pick. a Look quarter like a floor. Someone's yeah. a little Is too comfortable on camera. I mean, what's going on over there? Hold on, let me put my uh, cock away. He'll, all right, go ahead. All right, finally, uh, things got weird when we were curious about Sal's other sibling, Meet Dennis. Yes, there was another sibling we didn't know about. And what's the other one? The other one, there's another one out there. I got it, but it's weird. What do you mean it's weird? He was aborted. Okay, so he didn't really exist in our right. dimension. Can, let right. me ask you something. Can you connect with him now? In his energy? Yeah, I see him. And what does he have to say? He's got curly hair and he's got very fair skin. He's saying to me, this is what he would have looked like if what he would have been What would his our... name been if he was alive? Dennis. What message does he have for you? Obviously, he came through and let you know that he was there. He says he's very proud of me. He thinks all of this is really great and he can't believe that I am actually connecting to him. He's very, very happy where he is. Things happen for a reason, and he's proud and happy to be back in paradise. Oh, he has no intentions of <laughs> he has no intentions of coming back. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Makes me feel great. This is a really nice guy. This is a good person. He's got you chubby good, cheeks. I'm just curious. You know, you're getting know. good feelings from it. Yeah. Everyone uh, knows Dennis the aborted menace. 
Look, Sal, <laughs> I, I was say, Sal is talking to an abortion right now. Okay, right. so I'm talking stop to getting a all soul. upset about Robin, abortions. I'm hold it, hold it. Sure. Don't get upset about abortions. They're still those babies are still around having oh, no. experiences. Robin, yeah. believe me, I out. am I am certainly pro-choice, 100%. I'm talking about a soul that was unfortunately aborted. You know, but I found out for obviously for, for the right reasons, he's happy. So we're talking to a soul, so Sal, not an abortion. Is it safe that the Supreme Court uh, will not reverse Roe v. Wade after hearing this? Now they're going to understand mm -hmm. that aborted babies enjoy being aborted and they're enjoying their time. No, I didn't say he enjoyed being aborted at all, Howard. I said I was speaking to a soul that was aborted, but I am pro-choice. Everyone should Supreme have the right to court, do it. If the Supreme Court is listening, please understand these babies go right back up to the third or fourth That's level. Right. They're not. They're not. They're, they're probably fine. on higher floors than Sal. So right. leave them. Leave these people alone. Well, if you believe in the afterlife, yes, that's it's a soul. A soul comes into the body and a soul leaves the body. You know, there's many different ways. It could be an accident. It could be cancer. It could be different forms of death. It could be an abortion, which is a form of death. But yes. Oh, look, everybody. It's Dennis the abortion who used to be Sal's brother. <laughs> Hi, Dennis. Jesus. What do you want to say? <laughs> oh, Dennis. Oh. Sounds very happy. <laughs> Got a lot in those cheeks. Is, is, is everyone always happy? <laughs> in heaven, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there Howard, you, go. You, know, there you, go. you know, I would love to, you know, I would love to convince you that there's an afterlife. I, would I think it would, I would, I think it would bring you tremendous peace. And I, I think I could do it. I really, I, I'm. How are you going to do here. it? Well, I'd like to get in I know in it's going to involve me being alone with Sal. And watching some over. kind of a show. Yes. Yeah, out of your I, house. I'm not willing to do it. I'd rather, just go, I'd rather just go along not knowing, okay? No offense, well, Sal. That's okay, but Howard, if you would be willing to provide me maybe with a picture of a relative... <laughs> Uh, that, you, that you never spoke about, maybe your grandfather right. that I've never seen. I'd like to present that um, to a medium. I'll do some research and find a medium. And and if that medium can indeed uh, say things to you that only you would know between you and your grandfather, would that convince you that the afterlife exists? Could I? Do, could that be possible? How did I hire you again? What was <laughs> what what show was he on? <laughs> yeah, what what you didn't even work on the dumbest the the, the dumbest uh, no, show whatever this the is, fuck that was. This is you very high stakes. You were a stockbroker. I hired. <laughs> he was probably calling Gary. Sal's <laughs> yeah. so, so last big stunt was jizzing out a hat, and now he's going to prove to everyone that God is real. It's really all <laughs> anti. He did lighting of the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird? I hired uh, Mike from uh, the world. Dumbest TV show, and now I, I hired Sal because he's just the world's dumbest. <laughs> it all works out. Weird. It all works out. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Well, Sal, uh, no offense, I'm not willing to sit and listen to okay. you and your psychic friends, but uh, I will tell you. Uh, congratulations Why do you need so much done you, with your psychic friends, your spirits? Can't you? Intervene in Howard's life, whether he wants you to. No, Howard doesn't want to hear from me. You know, I mean, no, I what can I You're right about that. You're yeah, so and I respect that. But yeah. Robin, Howard always says, like, you know, when someone passes away, like the great David Bowie, Howard's like, it's all gone. All this, all this incredible, uh, amazing material that touched our lives is gone. I want to show Howard that 
It isn't gone. It continues on. And you know what, Sal, I realized? Now I'm remembering how I hired you. How? You used to hang out every day in front of the K-Rock building. <laughs> no, that was Dan yes, the Song Parody, know. man. With you nothing to do. You. Right. No. That was you. I saw you out there holding signs and everything, and you were <laughs> real nudnik, and then you'd call it. <laughs> yeah, and now you're advising me on spirituality. It's amazing. <laughs> well... <laughs> I no, just want I no. just want to make you happier, Howard, because you've made you already are you All already right. doing Thank God's you, work. Go you away. make so many people happy, Howard. So I just want to give Thank it back. You. What to level that. is right. Howard going into heaven at? Oh, he's an eleven. Eleven. He's an eleven. <laughs> How, Howard, Why are you here, Howard? <laughs> Howard, remember you're an entity. Well, remember this, Pamela. When I met Sal. He was going into Times Square to these place called the Booths, <laughs> where you jerk off. That's where come the on his ears. found him. Yeah. That's, <laughs> where, that's where I found him. And now he's advising everyone level. in the world. I want to know how many souls he left Lowest on the floor on, of the booth. He was below. He was <laughs> in the, the basement of heaven. Yeah, yeah. When I met him. <laughs> when we die and we get all handed a jar of dimes, we're going to all feel like such idiots for laughing at Sal. <laughs> no, what no, do you want? You drop this, them around your family members this, and they have this, no idea this, what it means. Where do the people in heaven get to die? Mike brings up a good point. They go to the bank and get a roll. They utilize people. They utilize people to leave the dime. Ah, so, for example, okay. I went to the liquor store yesterday. Wait a minute. I'm writing down utilize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went to the liquor U-T-I-L-I-Z-E. store. U-T-I-L-I-Z-E. Oh, very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I made you proud. Anyway, um, let's say, for example, every it just it works out. Um, I was going to the liquor store yesterday to get a bottle of wine, so my spirit guides knew that well in advance, and it's planned out. So they've placed in my mind, hey, Sal, go to this particular liquor store. There's dimes there. So the dimes are already there. They just kind of direct our thoughts to go to these areas. Not, right. and, I'm not, and I'm saying I'm not saying this is like not a robotic thing or some wacky, you know, cockamamie uh, wacky. voodoo thing. But what wacky I'm saying mean. is that... The, that the spirit guides have the ability to put simply thoughts into your mind. Like when you're looking for answers, seeking for answers, that's what it is. And this is just another part of that. It's like I felt inclined to go to this particular liquor store, maybe because my spirit guide placed that thought All in right. my head. Okay, I've had enough me yes, this is nothing like the Guatemalan women and their story. <laughs> Where you took the ayahuasca, Robin? No, I, I want everyone. Oh, yeah, I want everyone to check out uh, Scott Schmieren. At his, Scott is the guy who hypnotized South to, yeah. to get him even more relaxed so he could hear more dopiness. Check out <laughs> Scott Schmieren at his website, ultimatevisionarymind.com. Ultimatevisionarymind.com. He's an excellent hypnotist. We've had him on the show many times. South, congratulations. and uh, Thank you, Howard. And all the dimes that you've collected from all the different spirits. And uh, congratulations <laughs> on that well, for sure. put those dimes back in circulation. Maybe the spirits need them. Sometimes uh, I do. <laughs> right. And, that's, and Pamela, thank you, by the way. Sure. I have a, an outgoing message that's either from Sal or Oprah, if you want to hear it. Okay. Okay. Trust that the universe has a bigger, wider, deeper dream for you than you could ever imagine for yourself. No, that's on. Oprah. I know that's that. Oprah. If Sal I couldn't put we... together a sentence like that, he tried. <laughs> I got smoke coming out of my ears right now from that one. Yeah. That bullshit fills Sal... arenas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sal's bullshit just is on this show. Oprah goes and sells <laughs> tickets to her bullshit. Are we right? Is it Oprah? Yes, it's Oprah. Oprah yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Thank you. Uh, and listen, uh, we, we, we enjoyed uh, cleaning out the computer. We didn't clean out much of it. 
<laughs> but, but I can boy, tell you. We get a lesson on Twitch today. We sure yeah. did. All right, everybody. Let me just thank tell you, you Mattress you, Firm you, is the way you, to go. Thank you, thank Sal, you, thanks. Thank you, thank and JD you, thank and Gary and Mike Trainer, thank you. Thanks, Howard. Thanks, Robin. Yeah. Good By the way, you. You, good you seeing you. Good seeing you. By the way, the uh, model on Twitch we were watching woke up and then fell back asleep. So there you go. That's the update. <laughs> oh, she had an alarm set for no good reason. She had nothing to do. <laughs> That's it. Tomorrow, Harry Styles will come by. He's going to do some music for us. and We'll talk with Harry. And I'm looking forward to that. 